I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America. to the republic for which it stands under God indivisible with liberty and justice for all. Mike Lindell and my employees and I want to thank you for your continued support by bringing you the biggest bath sale ever. Get my six-piece towel sets for the lowest price ever, only $39.96. His and her bathrobes, 50% off. Bath mats for as low as $17.49. And I'm also excited to announce the original My Slippers are back in stock. And now they come in even more colors and wide sizes. They're made with the same great patented technology. And yes, you'll still save $90 a pair. So get the biggest savings ever on bath sheets, bath mats, washcloths, hand towels, bathrobes, slippers, and so much more. So go to MyPillow.com or call the number on your screen. Use your promo code and get deep discounts on all MyPillow bath products, including our six-piece towel sets. Regular $89.98, now only $39.96. Get all your shopping in while quantities last, so please order now. It's time to resist. They can't arrest us all. And they can't keep all your kids home from school. They can't keep every government building closed. We don't have to accept the mandates, lockdowns, and harmful policies of the petty tyrants and feckless bureaucrats. We can simply say no, not again. The only way to stop these mandates is to refuse to comply, refuse to show vaccine passports, refuse to wear a mask, refuse to stay at home. We will not comply with Fauci. We will not comply with Joe Biden. And we will not comply with authoritarian governors. I am not going to comply. This ends now.
I had a dream the other night. I didn't understand. A figure walking through the mist with a rifle in his hand. His clothes were torn and dirty as he stood there by the bed. He took off his three-cornered hat and speaking low, he said, We fought a revolution to secure your liberty. We wrote the Constitution as a shield from tyranny. For future generations, this legacy we gave to make you the land of the free and home of the brave. The freedoms we secured for you, we thought you'd always keep. But tyrants labor endlessly. While your parents were asleep, now your freedom's gone. Your courage is lost. You're no more than a slave in your land of the free and home of the brave. You buy permits to travel, permits to own a gun, permits to start a business or build a place for one. On land you think you own, you pay your yearly rent. But you don't have a voice in saying how that money's spent. Now your children attend a school that doesn't educate and your Christian values can't be taught according to the state. You read about your current news in a regulated press and pay more taxes than you owe to that thing called IRS. Your money's no longer made of silver or of gold. You trade your wealth for paper so your life can be controlled. And you pay for crimes that make your nation turn from God in shame. Now you've taken Satan's number and traded in your name. You give your government control to those who could do you harm so they could padlock churches and steal the family farm and keep the nation deep in debt while putting men of faith in jail and then harass your fellow countrymen while your corrupt courts prevail. Your public servants don't uphold the solemn oath they've sworn. And now your daughters visit doctors so their children won't be born. You send guns and artillery to foreign shore, and then you send your youth to slaughter, fighting other people's wars. Could you regain the freedoms for which we fought and died, or have you lost your courage and your faith to stand with pride? Are there no more values for which you fight to save? Or do you wish your children to live in fear and be a slave? And people of this republic, it's time to rise and take a stand. Defend the Constitution, the supreme law of your land. Preserve your great republic and every God-given right. And let us pray to God to keep that torch of freedom burning bright. Do you hear the people sing, sing 
sure this is the right place to recruit for a militia? God save King George! Broadcasting live and live to Patriot Control of America. You're listening to the Patriot Party Podcast. Now on the show, the chair is against the wall. The muskrat jumps over the berm. This is your last chance. After this, there is no turning back. You take the blue pill. The story ends. You wake up in your bed and believe whatever you want to believe. You take the red pill. You stay in Wonderland, and I show you how deep the rabbit hole goes. Remember, all I'm offering is the truth, nothing more.
to another edition of the Patriot Party Podcast. I am the Mick, and with me, of course, is my much better beloved better half. v Hello, Patriots. Motherfucker. Yeah. I'm just trying to see how the stream is, because mm-hmm. we're already having problems. I know. And we're already behind. And I don't know how we look, if it's going through all right, but fuck it. Whatever. Oh, fuck it. Um, either fuck way, it. Uh, what's going on, fuckers? It's Friday. Oh, it is Friday. And yeah, yeah, yep, 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 yep. We just keep turning this shit into facts. I love how the world plays. It it, it does. It works out so well. Just saying. So, um... first off, um, Inner Geo Matrix. Uh, he's over on the Pilt side. If you guys don't know who he is, uh, if you didn't know today, his puppy dog passed away. Oh, no. Um, he's only the dog was only a year old, which is kind of fucked up. Um, um Parvo, I, I don't know. Um, oh, but that's his dog right there. So if you guys are out there, just give him a little tap on the shoulder, let him know because you know how, what it's like to lose a dog. Dude, I don't care who you are, that sucks. You let a dog into your life, that's it. They're family, it's like losing a kid. Yeah, it really is. But yeah, it sucks. So, uh you see him out there, just give him a little pat on the shoulder. I know how it is. I, I fucking, you know, all of my dogs, I've treated every single no. one of my dogs. Jake like the Master, you lost a dog today? The 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 new one, the puppy? The wee one. What happened? Did, did it actually belong to someone? Did it find its home or? Did it like get too close to a cow and get kicked? What happened? Because. Don't my, do what that. What happened to my buddy? Because I was, I felt very pl- privileged to be able to be the first one to gentle that dog. Well, yeah, it pissed all over you too. Well, I don't give a fuck about that. <laughs> don't care. Uh, he was, uh, he was terrified. Anywho, um, it is. Uh, I hate, I hate hearing that. I hate when I hear, um, you know, about. Uh, dogs passing away like that just it's fucked up because those animals are like 
once they learn who you are and they know who you are, they'll never leave your side. They're the most dedicated and loyal animals you will ever see. Mm -hmm. Their loyalty is unmatched in the animal world. Absolutely. They will do everything. Yep. Bigfoot took it off and hauled. Bigfoot took it off and hauled ass. Bigfoot's the big dog, the one that found it in the first place. I bet Bigfoot brought him home back to where he belonged. Or Bigfoot killed it. No. Mm -mm. Hopefully, yeah. he returned the place he did. Yeah. <laughs> ah, no shit. That's a funny fucking thing. Be suck. It would suck. But uh, no, I, I just, I have always loved dogs. I've always been a big dog lover. And, uh, you know, dogs are amazing. They're amazing animals and they do great things and they do a lot for you. And when you, when you lose one, it's like losing a family member. Trust me. I've seen this one after we've lost dogs. She's seen me after I've lost dogs. I was miserable for months. Man. When we lost Killian, you couldn't even get me out of the funk I was in. Yep. And I wasn't smoking weed or doing shit. So y'all know how much I was drinking at that point, because I tell you what, that's the only way I couldn't think of that dog. Mm -hmm. That dog had been with me. He was a puppy. He slept on my head. Uh, and that, then he, he was this 90 pound behemoth of a dog. And then when he was older, he's like 70 pounds and he still wasn't, still wouldn't move. As much fur as anything else. Yeah, it was fur. It yeah. was all furs, you know. He's a husky. What do you want? He was yep. a 17 and a half year old husky. The fuck do you want? Yep. And we lost Roger. I was devastated for yeah. a long time. Yep. Because yep. Roger was that Roger type was of dog. My dog. Yeah. And uh telling you. Yeah. Once you let a dog in like that, it's tough right. to it's tough to not look at dogs the same way. I, I'm just a I'm I've always believed that people I, I've always most of the time, and I'm going to tell you a secret. This is a really big secret. Um, I don't, I don't judge people on the how how kept their house is, how clean stuff is. I judge people on how they treat their animals. When I see somebody mm -hmm. treat a dog right, I tell you what. You're a damn good human then as far as I'm concerned. If my dog lets you in the house, then you're okay. If my dog doesn't, then get the fuck out. I, I, I'm going to tell you right now because dogs can smell that shit a mile away. And 90% of the dogs out there, they know who the shithead owners are. Mm -hmm. And see, Wicked, I, I can't ever have a last dog. Like, I... I don't think I ever will. I will never get to the point where I say this is my last dog. I, I get that it's hard to lose them, but it's harder to be without them. Yeah. Honestly, and we, I think we went, what, like six months after we lost Roger because we lost first and we lost Sam and then we lost Roger, Sam being Roger's service, no, Roger's we, service dog. We lost Roger and then we lost Sam. No, we lost Sam first. You no. put him down when we were on vacation, remember? And then Roger lived after that. Oh, that's right. Yeah. We did. Okay, um, that's right. And, uh. I don't know. I've had so many dogs. Sam had a brain tumor. Um, and it was pushing right up against his brain. It was bad. But, uh, it was going the opposite direction yeah. of what it should be. And then one day he just couldn't walk. Yep. And uh, yeah, and there's he, just and no he way. Went, he went feral and violent and there was nothing you could do. And since he was a 110 pound pit bull boxer mix that, yeah. Anyway, he, he wasn't, he, there was no, there was no, uh, -uh. once I saw that he couldn't get up, I, I yeah. grabbed him, yeah. picked him up, brought him down to the vet and the vet was like, so, yeah, there's just, there's uh, I mean, unless do. you want to pay for the brain surgery. No. 
no. I was like, yeah, there's a lot of things I'll pay for, but no. But then we lost Roger and, and we were in the process of renovating the house and to put it on the market to move it or to move. And there's no, I mean, you can't sell a house while you're training a puppy. That's just ridiculous. Crazy. So, so we decided we would not get another dog until we moved. And um, Mick said we had to wait a while. Well, Roger took a while. It, it, I think we moved in December 30th and I picked up Annie January 9th. <laughs> Roger took a while. <laughs> For you. Yeah. <laughs> For me, not so much. I was like a slut. I was like right on to the next dog. What's up? No, no, no. I, I was, I was like, nope. I need a dog. I need a dog. But you always need that. Once I you have, the, once you have the sound, it's so much fun to see them just react ninety percent of the time to something you do or when you come home. I mean, that's the biggest thing that I see when I come home. Andy gets all her ass is moving so fast she can't even stop her tail from wagging. She's so happy, and she can't even stand up. Her mm -hmm. ass is dragging her across the floor. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? Wiggle she's butt. waggling, wagging her tail so hard. She's just so happy. You don't get that from people. Mm -hmm. You get that from dogs, though. Dogs sometimes, go ape shit. Sometimes Annie will deign to come and say hello to me when I walk in the house. Sometimes, but Seamus always there <laughs> without a shadow of a doubt matter. he whines when you're not it there. doesn't matter if i'm outside working in the garden he whines he's at the like, door he's he's at the door waiting for me and if he sees me walk past and go into the back he knows i'm coming in through the back door and he's waiting for me at that door it doesn't matter it doesn't matter where i am so so I, I mean i wanted to put that out there real quick uh no no lince we lost roger in in like october yeah it was like a month there was, and we sold the and then no, yeah, no, it was we two sold, months. Yeah, we sold. We lost Roger in October. We sold the house in December. We moved it, and Tigger died yeah. the same month. And yeah, Tigger was, was the cat, was and Tigger uh, was no, my Tigger best died friend. The same month as Sam. That oh, was that's right. Lot. That's right. Yeah, it was. Yeah, we lost both of them at the same yeah. time. It, fucking Tigger, that was a rough one, even for me. And I, I'm not a big cat person. Yeah, but Tigger and I got to an understanding. I knew I couldn't kill Tigger, and Tigger knew that I, I couldn't kill Tigger. That's what <laughs> Tigger knew. And Tigger said, "I'm going to use this all the way up until the end." I bred Tigger. He, I literally, I had his mom and his dad, and he was the only one I kept out of the litter. He was 18. Tigger was about. Tigger was the was only cat that would get. I was the only guy that could hold Tigger. Nobody else could hold Tigger. Tigger was an asshole to everybody else. Tigger would purposefully come up and lay on my fucking chest for whatever reason. I have no idea. I was Tigger. I've never done anything for you. You're a cool cat, but no, I don't like cats. Anyway, something else I wanted to get to on here. Um, the wolf pack was the wolf pack the other night. Last um, night. And we don't have a problem with it. Not, you, uh, you want you want to get there yet? I don't know. I don't see. Uh... I don't know. Um, Sparky, Sparky are you here? in here? Sparky, you in here? I don't care if he is. I this isn't about No, no, but I I I mean I want him to, I hear want him to hear it, it, but I don't know if is anybody know if Sparky's in here. You guys seen Sparky over there in Rumble. He might Rumble's not be stupid. because Rumble's being retarded right now. Yeah. I actually had to push out the pill. Uh well, anyway, I'm going to adjust yeah. it anyway. Mm -hmm. Uh Sparky Glenn was on here last night. In the chat, mm -hmm. we saw it. We have the chat. Uh, we read it. Sparky wasn't wrong. Um, and me and Vlan talked about it today, and I confirmed with her because before I wanted to open my mouth, I wanted to make, I wanted to see where we sat with this. Um, 
look, you guys as listeners have showed loyalty like we can't repay. Okay. Um, we see you guys show up every night. We know who you are by name, by your screen name, of course. Um, if we ever all get together, you're going to have to wear tags with your screen name on them. So I know who you are because I won't know you by any other name. I know. Um, eventually I might, but um, no. Anyway, he said the right thing. All right. We've all been in this for a hot minute. We've been doing this for a hot minute. One of the things we need to be prepared for is a bunch of people waking up who have not been doing this as long as we have. You all have experience. We've been in the trenches. We gave up our jobs, our friends, our families. We've we've gone to school board meetings and been on the campaign trail with candidates that we actually thought were going to represent us. I mean, America first candidates that we thought would do a damn good job for two, three years. Yeah. Some of us are burned out on it. Some of us are like, well, I mean, we keep doing whatever and what the fuck, but. And what Sparky said last night in there, um, I, I don't know if that ticked off Glenn or not, but that's immaterial. Really, I, honestly, Sparky wasn't wrong with what he said. Nope. We, we've been here. We've been doing it. Um, we're always going to support you all. Understand, though, the one thing we have is, <laughs> one thing I have at least, is undying loyalty. I'm telling you right now, you show me any little bit of loyalty, I tell you what, you won't be able to stop what's coming back behind you. Um, because, and I, I got to tell I'll tell it to you right now. I had a lieutenant in the fire department. Um, he thought I was going to be a problem because I was older than him. And I did 21 years in the military. So he thought there was going to be an issue there. Well, some kind of power trip or whatever. No, not a power trip. He was afraid he, he of. Was afraid of it. Yes. Long story short, one day after I had seen him do some stuff that I was like, you know what? I can follow this guy anywhere. He makes the right decisions, does the right thing, blah, blah, blah. I can follow this guy anywhere. And this fucking kid opened his mouth right in front of this lieutenant. And uh, I I stomped on that fucking kid's neck promptly. He couldn't get a second word out. I said, shut the fuck up. You're an idiot that came in the wrong way anyway. You don't even know what the fuck you're talking about. And the kid shut his fucking mouth. And I said, don't. You can't open your mouth if you started out making a mistake. As far as I'm concerned, you're fucked up from the floor up. And uh, yeah, that kid shut his mouth. I'll tell you what, that lieutenant turned around and looked at me like, oh shit. Like he earned a stripe. He did. As far as I'm concerned, I'd seen nothing but good shit. And when somebody opened their mouth, I was like, nope, you have no idea how hard I will fight or what I will do and go after somebody for one of you the same way that I thought you guys did last night. And we agreed with everything you said, whether it's our guest or not, it's immaterial. It's your show. We agreed with everything you said. That's why VLAN piped up and was just like, yeah, well, we don't like being told what to do. And that's a damn true statement. We don't follow orders. Well, that's why we didn't take the jab. The fucking reason we're here is because we don't like to be told what to do. We don't want to be told that. Lindsay, here's what happened. Glenn came into the chats and basically said, basically started demanding that we retweet this or do that, do this, whatnot. And Sparky said, who the fuck are you acting like you, you took the red pill three weeks ago and 
making demands of us. Where have you been for the last three years while we've been in the trenches? What what Sparky boy said? Sparky said, I want to see your bona fides. He's what protests have you led? Where on. have you been? He's, what have you been doing for the last two, three years? He's absolutely right. And I, I just wanted to give him a pat on the back and say, no, we're not angry. We're not even upset. No. We actually are really happy because you know what we started doing today? What we should have done originally. Because we started having some conversations about things that now we're questioning. Mm -hmm. So, Sparky, don't think for a second that we're even upset with you. Not at all. Love. She came to your defense, and I oh, got to yeah. tell you, and, and y'all, second, you all, y'all know, because we were off the air. I was like, Sparky was dead on. Yes, and I said absolutely, because you guys, you guys know there have been times where Sparky and I have gone at it, and I have no problem smacking his pecker on air if he pisses me off. Why? Because I love him. If I didn't give a shit about him, I wouldn't care. I wouldn't do anything. Um, I love Sparky. He's part of the family. However, when someone who's not a part of the family yet comes in and starts making demands on the family, ooh, my loyalty is always going to be with Sparky, especially when he's right. And he was dead. He was dead on on this one. I just want to bring you guys attention to that. We don't I'm not fucking around. I'm we stand behind what we say. We do what we say we're going to do. And <laughs> we say we do what we say we did it. It's part of the show. It's not, it's nothing new. It's not an act. Drop, don't jump the gator. We got you. I'm get, we'll get to that, honey. Don't you worry. If we, if, it's Friday. We're going to do a long show because conspiracy and or uh, conversations on the fringe doesn't start till later. So, yep. Don't worry. I got you. I got you on that one. Oh, no. I, uh, I've heard of, I heard mm -hmm. about that. I got the clip. Don't you worry. Okay, good. But because the name of tonight's show is Conspiracy Facts. You know, it's funny. I saw a meme today uh well it wasn't really a meme it was more of a, a post of a text conversation and someone said yeah, you're um, absolutely right liana he does get a thunder kick yeah sparky does get thunder. A thunder, kick. thunder 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 kick. get the fuck out of here oh! <laughs> someone said uh we need to start a, a conspiracy dating app and someone else said nah that would never work we'd all just call each other feds and bots <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it's so true. It's so true. <laughs> it would never work. We would question everything. We, we don't trust anything. Oh my god. We would do uh, <laughs> we put tappers on our phones for shit for crazy. Oh no shit. Uh but, I, I'm just. But it, it it got it like it, honestly like my fed my fed dar went up. It, we got we got started searching because uh, like I was okay. Well, you know he's he's from our area. There was things that and like his security security kind of scares is real. Me. Like like I'm sorry. Like we know we're on like three different FBI lists, and while we don't put our real names out here, you know, I mean, it doesn't take much no to figure it, out. Could, I mean, it, literally, if you know what you're doing with a keyboard it, and it a mouse, take, like, you could. Less than out. five minutes to figure out who the fuck we are. So, um, yeah, it, you know, and we use Gmail and Google and sometimes use a VPN if it doesn't fuck the stream up. So, you know, whatever. Um, we've done a lot more shit and we're not nearly as security conscious that way because we don't have anything to hide. 
And that's the big part. We have nothing exactly. back there. We have nothing in our closet. What do you exactly. want to know? Do you want to know if we did? Sure. So, we'll tell you about it. What so do you want to know? What do you have to hide? Because if you're not, I don't know. Just, uh, there's an awful lot of security around him that just makes me, I, I don't know yet. We're going to get into it. We're going to do some research. I'm just letting you all know that no matter what, to include Sparky, um, first Sparky gets all the credit for this one because I watched it happen. I read what was said. I saw what was said. I'm not upset by it. It's what happened and we're not going to play that off. Now is Glenn wrong? Yes. Glenn shouldn't have been in there doing any of that because as far as I'm concerned, we're still getting adjusted to that whole thing, trying to figure out how we're going to fit into this because for what I know of all of you, for everybody that listens to us. And when's his launch date? Like, when's his actual, like, when are they going to Pfizer? Like, what's the actual plan? I don't know. Exactly. I mean, it's, it's not even up on the, I went and looked. It's exactly. Not up on the so you were launching this big push, but you haven't come up with a date yet. You said you wanted to do it sometime during Pentecost um, or before, you know, before the end of this religious season, but well, you, you got to do that at the end of Pentecost because Pentecost is almost over. Exactly, but We're you haven't. Out but, but you haven't here. firmed up a date yet, and I, I I don't know. There's a lot of things we got to look at. Some shit we got to do some research, and uh, could be our fault too because we didn't do any research before we brought him on. However, um, we've already got feelers out. Exactly, already... Lens. Exactly. I, it, how am I going to do that? Mm -hmm. I, I'm not going to launch shit. Mm -hmm. I, that's not on me. That's not my job. Mm -hmm. You want to do that? Go get a show. Yeah. You want to do that? Go get a show. You get an audience like we have. You get dedicated P1s that come in all the fucking time that make our numbers go nuts in the fucking charts. You do that because the people that we have that show up dedicated every day, listen on two, maybe. And I know a couple of you assholes are out there because you fuck my numbers up when I see my numbers total overall, because I know most of you listen on two or three different devices. So I know there's a couple in there, uh, duallys that I got going on. But even still with that, they still came to us. It seems weird. I'm just going to say that and we're going yep. to take a break. Y'all are on, you all are on it. That is exactly what we were all. That's what Mick and I were feeling. You know, I normally, normally after the show, like right after the show, we go and I, I go and cook dinner, make dinner, whatever. We take a break from each other. So that way we can come back and have like an AAR about how the show went because we think about what we said and what we talked about. But like we go out, you know, we, I cook dinner, we eat dinner, then we go sit on the porch. We, we discuss the show and then smoke I come back ball, in, you know. yeah, I smoke a bowl. I come back in, I, I pop it in the hopper, which I call it's the, the processing program that we have. So I can pop out the audio and a, you know, compressed video to put on red pill. Um, and, uh, and, and honestly, that doesn't take me very long. It takes me like five, 10 minutes to edit it. And, and, you know, off it goes and I go to bed normally, but the last few nights, since I've been home from Texas, I've sit, I've just kind of sat in here for 15, 20 minutes while it's started processing. And I've been, I've been reading this Stella's prayer book, right? There we go. Stella's prayer book. And uh, y'all, I read you this, the prayer against the spirit of fear last night. And 
But then afterwards, I read the power against satanic counterattack, Isaiah 59, 19. The Lord shall cause my enemies that rise up against me to be smitten before my face. They shall come out against me in one way and flee before me seven ways. For the Lord my God is he that goeth with me to fight for me against my enemies to save me. They that hate me shall be clothed with shame and the swelling place of the wicked shall come to naught. For in the time of trouble, he shall hide me in his pavilion. In the secret of his tabernacle, he shall hide me. He shall set me up upon a rock. And now shall mine head be lifted up above mine enemies round about me. Therefore, I will offer in his tabernacle sacrifices of joy. Through God, I shall do valiantly. For it is he that shall, shall tread down my enemies. For the rod of the wicked shall not rest upon the lot of, of the righteous, lest the plenteous put forth their hands onto inequity. I am not afraid of sudden fear, neither of desolation of the wicked when it comes, when it cometh. For the Lord shall be my confidence and shall stop my foot from being taken. Behold, all that are incensed against me shall be ashamed and confounded. They shall be as nothing, and they that strive with me shall perish. I shall seek them and shall not find, and even them that contend with me, they that war against me shall be as nothing and as a thing of naught." Really quick. No, no, we're good there. Time out one second. I got no, because I got a lot of people chiming in now. Pian, she said, I couldn't watch. Got bad vibes. Got a lot of people saying they got bad, bad vibes. I got freaking deaf saying, got bad vibes. LG0325, I got a weird vibe. Lots of people saying they got weird vibes. So when I see that, there's a lot of people yep. that had the same vibe that me and she did. Uh, I, I, I don't know about this. I got to be honest with you, babe. I, I love you to death. And yeah. I love that you take a chance on people and you bring people on. But I don't know if I can. I, I, I'm I'm listening to my yeah. my people. This is what I this is. This is who uh, these are the people that come back all the time. They comment me here. They're not afraid to put their two cents in. And I tell you what, these are the guys I respect. These are the guys I show loyalty to. And when I got this many people telling me, yeah, I got a bad vibe. Yep. That tells me something that there is something else that because I thought it was weird that you were about the only American on there, that we were the only Americans on there. And we're talking about America, yet everybody else is Canadian. I thought that was weird. Mm -hmm. I thought it was weird that I'm gonna wait to pass judgment till we hear back from the people we've already reached out to. Mm -hmm. But I, I'm I'm gonna go with you all because I you guys, I think you guys heard the same shit. <laughs> what are we talking about? The Fed? Fuck. <laughs> Fucking Kiwi boy. Right on it, Kiwi. Right on God, it. God, I love you, Kiwi. Yeah. Yeah, I'm wondering about that too, Kiwi. Yeah. Because, you know, there's some things that I saw. There's some things that we've been doing that I wasn't aware we were doing. And then she told me we were doing it. And I was like, why are we doing that? She said, well, Glenn was worried that they were going to be getting us via this email. So we're going to use this one instead. I was like, mm -hmm. that's all shit I would do. It, like be from the same town, being from the same area. How easy, what are the chances we would meet somebody from the same area in Connecticut we are from? Mm -hmm. Do you know what the chances of that are? Mm -hmm. Slim to none. And Slim just took a long walk out of town. Especially given where we're from. Yes. Yeah, it, it was very fishy, mm -hmm. very, very fishy. And we've had feds before. 
shit, I helped Justin call out a Fed on his show, Bob. Everybody remembers FBI Bob because yeah. me and Justin had a fucking field day with that asshole, especially when I told him where he was from and he shit his pants. And then he asked me how I knew where he's from. And I said, that's for me to know and you to find out, fella. And that really scared the fuck out of him. So maybe. Glenn Bob Squarepants. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Lens. Thunder. 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 Get the fuck oh, out of here. Oh. <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah he's, he's trying to set us up to get us to do some shit that we would never do on our own. That's fucking Whitmer, Whitmer all the way. I am, I'm so glad we've had this conversation. <laughs> I love you, babe. I love you, babe. Well, you know what? <sighs> You're right because I do like to give people the benefit of the, the doubt, and and I and I do like, um, you know, I I did. I gave him. I know. I gave him I the too. benefit. I, I was. Really pleasant, yeah. Even though I didn't agree, yeah. I was extremely pleasant. I didn't say anything that mm -hmm. would be considered brash. But, okay, you remember that first night when he started talking about pods, though? And what did you say? Well, I, I knew what he was talking about. Where does that come from? Yeah, that comes from World War II, folks. From the French Resistance. Not, yeah, les Resistances. Yes, mm -hmm. it does. It comes from the French Resistance. That's what they started yes, in France in World War II. Exactly. And yeah, that's where I was kind of going with it, but I didn't mean it as much as I mean it now, because after I started thinking about it, I was thinking about the security measures that he was using. And I started thinking, man, I'd use the same security measures if I was a federal agent mm -hmm. Do the same fucking thing. You were a federal agent. I know. You that's how I know. Same things. That's how I know. That's uh, why the wolf pack is the wolf pack. Oh my God. Uh -huh. Well, Hey folks, that's, why we're here is key this is why you're here what did you guys hear people all heard different shit i felt different you felt different but until we all put it together we didn't until somebody said something i mean it was like this morning i said something about that <laughs> liana had the god what's his name um Two in the pink on her show. Yep. And he said that uh, he had a pretty big dick because he was using ivermectin. And I said, now, did you rub the ivermectin directly on the penis <laughs> or did that come from ingesting it? Because if that came from ingesting it, send me as much ivermectin as you got because I need it. Holy shit. Hey, I'm like a nine-year-old in February. Seriously? You went two and a half hours the other day without talking about your dick. This time, at 57 minutes? 57 minutes. I am disappointed. Boom. Boom. I am so disappointed. I, hey, every, every now, hey, I'm nothing but dick and fart jokes. That's me. Man. That is all me. Dick and fart jokes all the way. You, My maturity level is about a 13-year-old, so I know. it's all good. Yeah. He, I don't know if he was another, but he was trying to be one. Yeah, and yeah. Um, yeah. I could- Brought we, to you by- we could smell that shit a mile away and mm -hmm. i'm just glad you all saw it I, i'm really proud of sparky boy because yeah. of the way he went after it 
Because everyone else, and y'all have started said it in asking here, questions. I was being respectful because you brought a guest on, and I appreciate that. I always, I always appreciate you being respectful, but at the same time, I still want you to be y'all. I want you to, yeah, yeah. question. Honestly, Sparky's. There are no rules on either side. That's why I we put it out there. We tell everybody that and, comes on here. Yeah, there are absolutely. no rules with what we say, and it means the same thing for them too. So if they say something. <laughs> Uh, yeah, you're going to get called out. This isn't, we do it to both left and right. This isn't about one side, right. And one side wrong. It's about Americans versus everybody else because nobody else seems to give a shit about this country, but us, mm -hmm. nobody else seems to want to put this country. The Republicans don't. They want the status quo to go back to the way it was before when everybody had their heads buried in the sand. Problem is, is our heads are out of the fucking sand now. We don't want it to go back to that. We want it to go back to where we were not do. We were left the fuck alone. Nobody came on our property and bothered us. As long as we weren't affecting anybody else, nobody fucked with us. That's what we want. I think that's pretty simple, isn't it? I don't want to have to pay rent for something I should just, God gave it to me. Why do, why are we the only species that pays for our inhabitants? We're the only species that does it. Well, Glenn Beck is getting just as frustrated and he's, um, a year behind us. Better than most. Most are like two years behind us, but hey. And we're not great either. No. We're, I won't. I'm not saying that we're perfect. I'm not no. saying that we're no. we're old and we should be. No. What I am saying is, Sparky was right. We've been in this fight. We've been here. We've all gone through. You all have gone through. Fucking, not getting the jab and being disbarred and disbanded by your family thrown away thrown to the curb because you were on jabbed and you stuck it out you said fuck you and you walked around proudly you wore it on your t-shirt you said fuck you i'm not getting your jab mm -hmm. i i don't know what glenn's done but he hasn't been here talking about this shit every night for the last two and a half years. I know that for a fact. Mm -hmm. And I know he just woke up recently and I know we've got to somehow coddle those people, but we've got to get them to catch up faster to where we're at. Because I tell you what, Liana, we would never get mad at you for expressing your own opinion or what's the fucking point. No shit. Hey, if you all call bullshit, call it. Don't don't be afraid. Be like, hey, wait a minute. There's something about this. You know, and what do you guys? I don't remember which one who, who reached out to me. I think it was Jason. Because you and I have been had, having an ongoing text message back and forth for a while now. I think it was you that reached out and said, really, CVS? You were questioning that whole CVS Walgreens thing. Mm -hmm. And so was I, because I kept asking him about it. If you remember, I yep. kept saying, why CVS? Yeah, why there? Why are you picking CVS? Mm -hmm. You know what I know is that every CVS, cameras. Mm -hmm. Why do you want to meet there? Mm -hmm. Let's go to a bar. You want to know what's not in a bar? Cameras. cameras. 
So let's go to a bar. He didn't even want to hear that because I said that because that got us away from cameras, which makes me think fed, which makes me think he was trying to get shit on camera saying that we were provoking this. I was not wrong when I told you they were coming after us mm -hmm. and I'm not wrong about this. I don't think either. And I'm part B of this because I've got another conspiracy that I lasted 24 hours, 24 hours is conspiracy theory lasted. Why? Because it already started. Did you guys hear the Wall Street Journal came out yesterday mm. with an anti-vax article? No. Yes, it did. Sure did. We'll pull it out and read it for you right now. And I, I have a whole conspiracy theory to go behind this. Okay. All right. And it's already been proven because I already got a message back. So. British man died of rare blood syndrome linked to AstraZeneca's vaccine. This came directly out of the New York Times. Except it's not rare, but okay. One expert said more. the blood clotting syndrome has an estimated to occur in 50,000 people under 40 and one in 100,000 people and people over 40 who received AstraZeneca's vaccine. Well, 30, like one in 200, but okay. A 32 year old psychologist of Britain developed blood clots and died 10 days after taking his first dose of the AstraZeneca, AstraZeneca COVID vaccine. A report released by the London coroner's office on Wednesday found in a highly rare case of fatal reaction to the vaccine, the inquest, which was <clears throat> requested by Charlotte Wright, the widow of Dr. Stephen Wright, found that he died on January 26, 2021, as a result of an unintended consequences of vaccination. <coughs> Mrs. Wright is suing AstraZeneca as we speak. According to the report, Dr. Wright, Ken of England, no, they can in England, ah. of Kent, England, had a stroke bleeding in the brain, as well as a vaccine-induced uh, thrombocytopenia, mm. uh, a condition that occurs when the platelet level in the blood is abnormally low. Since 2021, researchers have cited rare cases that people have developed in blood clotting syndromes known as TTS after receiving the Johnson & Johnson or AstraZeneca vaccines brought to you by Advisor, which are similar. Cases typically occur within weeks of vaccination. Experts still recommend vaccinations, saying the vaccines are associated. There are certain rare side effects. Those risks are dwarfed by the risks of the coronavirus itself. Anyway, long story short, this article goes on to say how AstraZeneca produced this vaccine. And AstraZeneca's vaccine, if you remember, in the U.S. lasted two to four months. No, not even. It was never, it never even got EUA in the US. Yeah, well, it, yeah, it did. It was on the EUA for four months, and then Trump's team had it removed because they had so many side effects to the AstraZeneca. Mm. The thing I find interesting about this, the one that's not approved in the US mm -hmm. is the only thing that I hold back that I, I'm, I was holding back on this, and I didn't bring it up last night, mm. was because the one case they're referring to is the AstraZeneca vaccine. So I was holding back on it. Well, I got it. Source 003 reached back out to me today. He confirmed. The bubble is popping? No. Um, actually, I now have information that pertains to a win for you. Yes. I like wins. Although this, usually when I win, it means like millions of people die. So maybe I don't like wins. This is all about Joe. They're going after Joe. You think? They're, nope. Listen, hold on. 
you don't understand. You're just talking to talk. Hold on. Let me show you this. Mm -hmm. This is going to blow your mind. Mm -hmm. Let me share the screen real quick. You don't have to see anything. All you got to do is look at it. So today I went because this morning poll, num poll numbers were re released. If you're mm -hmm. not on any of the email lists, get on the poll number email list. They're good to be on. Kind of gives you a general mm, where America's sitting right now. Are all of you guys thinking like me or are all of you guys thinking like them? Well, the poll numbers were released today. This is what they look like. Joe's disapproval rating right now is at 52.9%. His approval rating is at 42.4%. Why are these two numbers specifically important? They're important because no president in history has ever had numbers like this. And this is the worst that any president has ever had in history. Less than half of Democrats even want him to run. Exactly. And he's supposedly going to announce next Tuesday. Yes, that's what we heard today. And so did everybody else. Mm -hmm. Well, a friend of mine... And uh, I'm just going to say that he, she, because they work in a specific mm -hmm. office in D.C. And they're not, I won't say our way, but they're friends of mine. So they will talk to me. One of the things that was confirmed out of this person's office today is that this is the liberal takedown of Joe Biden. Mm -hmm. This You're going to start seeing a lot more of this. You're going to start seeing story after story about how the vaccines are bad. You're going to start seeing people coming out asking for amnesty. No. Amnesty, amnesty, amnesty. How do we feel about amnesty? No amnesty. I don't care who you are. I, I'm just wondering. There's no amnesty. I, I'm just wondering. No, no. Okay. So he thinks, he thinks he's going to announce on Tuesday. Um, right now, he doesn't have any competition from anyone who is currently elected, which that is true. And that's normally a dead giveaway to the uh, how you've run your first two years or your first four years as president. Because if you don't run against anybody from your party, that means your party agrees with what you're doing. Now, he uh, unelected members of your party are a different story. Yeah. For instance, Kennedy's a freaking wild card. Kennedy's a Democrat. He came in with 15%. Is that based on the name or is that based on the person? Little Good question. But a lot of people like us, we agree with what he says. However, we disagree with the rest of the shit he says, mm -hmm. which is how he's going to redo the vaccine, as he's called it. Yeah, no, 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 no. Nope, nope. No, there's no more vaccine, period. We just get rid of it. Matter of fact, we burn that shit to the ground and we forget we ever even knew it. Period. Fire. Um, this shit is, uh, they're going to get rid of Joe prior to 24. Does it really matter? No, because I don't think we're going to make it that far anyway. No. But even still, if they're going to get rid of Joe, there's going to be a lot of people that are going to come out in the next you're going to see in the next week that are going to be begging. Oh, I, I didn't know about, I didn't know it was that bad. Today, I already saw one doctor doing it on Fox News. Begging. Look, I didn't know it was that bad. No. We told you. No, we told you. No, 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 no. We told you. No, nope. You don't. You didn't listen to us then. You're not going to listen to us now. We know that. I'm just letting you all know. Joe will be gone before I 
this thing, you think it's an accident? You think it's an accident? They videotaped him scratching his mask the other day? Well, not only that, you think it's an accident that all this shit about Hunter's coming out right now? No. 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 This is all coming out. They're, they're about ready to drop charges. Yeah. I mean, that's what they said today. All right. Well, let's get into that. So play that Glenn Black, that, that Glenn Cut click clip first. The, the Glenn Beck. Beck. Yeah, that one. First, is that what you would like me to play? Mm. All right. Well, that's all you had to say. You don't have to say Glenn Cut Beck. I, I said <laughs> Glenn Cuck. Yeah, Glenn Cuck Beck. <laughs> yeah. He's not a cuck, though. He's. He's. He could be worse. He could be. He could be Joe. He's not. I think I just have to say it like this. I don't know about you, but I'm tired. I am worn out. I am fed up. I've had enough. I am tired of exposing corruption, doing our homework, finding, going overseas and having documents translated to make sure they're exactly right, presenting the evidence. We know what's happening, except then once we expose it, nothing happens. Nobody goes to jail. Nobody pays for a damn thing anymore. Nothing. If you and I did half the things that people in Washington do every day, you and I would go to prison. Clinton got away with it. Even the left knew that the Clinton Foundation was dirty. They sold uranium to our biggest enemy, Russia. Nothing. No. She can take confidential, top secret emails and put them on her server at her home. Something you and I would go to prison for. We would be in prison for the rest of our lives. Not a big deal. Benghazi? No. Not only did we show you that we were gun running to a group in Syria that became ISIS, that's what we were doing in Benghazi. Not only that, but just the killing of a U.S. ambassador. And might I point out on Veterans Day, we abandon our troops. Did anything happen? Nope. Nope. Mm -mm. nothing nothing i'm tired of it i'm tired of of actually being open and saying okay well let's look into the spying on this presidential candidate that's a pretty hefty charge were they doing it and then finding out yes they were and nothing happens <laughs> he was colluding with russia my gosh that should be the biggest scandal of all time if that were true. If it wasn't true and it was started and evidence, paperwork even showed that they knew all the way to the White House. You'd think that would be even a bigger story. Lying to the FISA courts, nothing. Creating an enemies list, nothing. Using our own intelligence agencies to assist in this operation, spending millions of dollars on a claim they knew that wasn't true, the collusion on Russia, they knew it in, before the president was ever elected. The scandal, the loss of billions of tax dollars in Ukraine, no big deal. The lies and the collusion with the Obama administration in Ukraine, no big deal. Hunter Biden, forget about Burisma. What was that, $7 billion? Ha, ah, 
Who cares? Look at Hunter Biden and his his uh, father in China. Oh, but we don't have any proof of that. Yes, we do. We have all the proof anyone who cares to be honest needs. We have all the documents on his own freaking laptop, which have been verified for people that were working with him, who were Democrats that had those those same emails on their computer. Nothing. The scandal of our Justice Department, the deep state, which I didn't believe in four years ago. My gosh, you've got to be dead and probably voting in the last election if you don't see the deep state. The corruption of our media, our media telling us to deny our own eyes. There's a car on fire and they're like, oh, nothing's happening here. It's totally pe-. there's a car on fire behind you. But we're not supposed to notice that. Good has been made evil, and evil is made good. They ask you now to don't believe your own eyes, believe us. Our country is being torn apart on the streets by radicals who are marching with no Trump, no Biden, no America signs. But don't worry about that. This is just a peaceful group. Really? Our children are being indoctrinated with all kinds of crap, telling them that they're racist because of the color they were born with. The teachers' unions completely out of control. The lies of Black Lives Matter, Inc., And no one seems to care. No one seems to care that Black Lives Matter is actually a corporation. That Black Lives Matter, on their own manifesto, said they wanted to destroy the nuclear family. But that's all fine. Antifa? No. They're not wild in the streets. That's only an idea. Yeah, kind of like Nazism was an idea. But yet, if you support the Constitution, if you just say, I want a fair and legal count, you're a radical. You're an anti-government zealot. I've had it. I've had enough. I almost didn't make the show last week. Because this is what I wanted to say to you. Except it would have been followed with... So, see you later. So, what are you going to do, Glenn? You going to quit? I, uh, yeah. Well, at least he's at our level. Exactly. He's like, why are we talking about this? We keep bringing it up. We keep talking about it. That's all we do is talk, talk, talk. When's something going to be done? When's somebody going to jail? I agree with this frustration. Fuck. Leanna was just talking about it this morning. You're right, Bobomatic. He is like a gay Alex Jones. We all. Oh, you brought this up for me? Fuck you. You're such a bitch. Twat. I know. This is your blowjob, not mine. Hmm. Uh, Glenn Beck is on his his own network, um, which is... uh, Fuck, fine it's i know it's got something to do with uh america's freedom something something or other whatever anyway old danny b on his way out last week my was my last show on fox news on the fox news channel uh i haven't told joe that uh i know gee who's in the office with me knew before the show 
Um, I did let my team know uh, here this morning. And um, it's, um, it's tough. It's tough to say that. You know, I've been there doing hits and working there for 10 years. Hits me appearances. I'm sorry. I shouldn't talk in media jargon. Appearances on a network for, I think, close to 11 years. So the show ending um, last week was tough. Uh, I don't want you to, it's not some big conspiracy. I promise you there's not, there's no acrimony. This wasn't some like WWE brawl that happened. It's, we just couldn't come to terms on an extension. And, and that's really it. Um, the sad part is, again, I really enjoyed myself there. And, uh, you know, they were good to me for 10 years. I mean, it allowed me to do a show called Unfiltered did what we wanted to do over there and covered the topics we wanted to cover. And it's a sad day. Uh, it's a sad day. Uh, they did give me the opportunity to do one last show. I don't want you to think they like showed me the door. That's on me, not on them. But I just thought it was best to kind of go, uh, go this way uh, for now. Like I said, it's not acrimonious. I have a great team over there. Uh, you know, I want to thank everyone. Uh, I especially want to thank first a woman by the name of Lauren. Why, why is this hard? I didn't think this was going to be hard. Uh, really, she really took a chance on me early on, early on at Fox. I mean, when nobody knew who I was. So she's just uh, a really good person. And uh, Megan and Suzanne, the boss over there, for giving me a lot of opportunities. And I had a great team, folks. You don't, you might not know them. You're, you're probably never going to meet them. But when you saw the show, I assume a lot of you enjoyed it. We, we went out as number one. I mean, we were the number one show last week, and we were the number one show about 90% of the time, uh, we had a great team. Sabrina was the executive producer. And Will, uh, who was our number two, and Kirsten was there. She was great. Nico, Isabella, Sam, Patrick, we had Joey. Uh, we had a really great team over there. And uh, Yep. And the Murdochs don't give a fuck that you were the number one show or that Tucker's the number one show or that Marie... Maria Bartiromo or, or Judge Janine Perino, whatever, Perino or, you know, top, on the top of their game because um, y'all support Trump and might actually speak out against the narrative. So out you go. Bye-bye. Mm -hmm. Yes. As they're getting rid of more and more people from Fox News. Out they go. Showing their true colors. Yep. Showing their true color. Before you know it, this is going to come right back around and bite us all in the ass. The same. But yes, you're oh. so right, Bopomatic Bongino is like a gay Bongino. I love it. And if you think uh, that they're only coming after uh, the big wigs, I mean, obviously they're coming after us too. We're not big. No, not by any mean. But um, they're also coming after Darren Beatty from Revolver. Um, from uh, what's what's it? Yeah, revolver. Revolver. Yeah. yeah, yep. Oh yeah. So uh, y'all y'all invoked the name of Ray Epps. Uh, here he is asking. You shall receive. You oh, he got a sixty minutes interview. Mm -hmm. The only one who was actually caught on camera basically being a domestic terrorist gets a sixty minutes interview while the January six prisoners have been rotting in fucking gulag for three years. Ray Epps. Mm -hmm. Ray Epps. Here you go. On January sixth. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So hard. We are going to the Capitol. Who is Ray Epps? A former member of the Oath Keepers who served in the Marine Corps and was an ardent Trump supporter, or at least he was, 
until conservative media post-January 6 began insinuating that he was a government plant for the deep state. What exactly was the role of Ray Epps in the chaos of January 6th? No matter how many times they push this conspiracy theory, this lie, it'll never become truth. That's not Ray That's Epps. not even Ray Epps. That's not Ray Epps. Seriously, that's not Ray Epps. Hold on. Tell me how that is that. Where's that mole right here? Uh-huh. See that? Yeah. Where's that over here? Watch. Uh-uh. Watch. We are going to the gap. There's no mole there. There's no mole. No mole. Who served in the Marine Corps and was. That's not Ray Epps. Yeah, that's, that's not Ray Epps. Not, no, no, not at all. It's impossible. <laughs> nope. Oh, so much fun. Look at that jawline. Yeah. I can tell the difference in the jawline right alone. Right there. And the ears. Yeah. Look, you get a clear clear view of that ear there. Yeah. Let's fast forward. Ears ears give people away every time. Look at that. Different ear. Nope. Completely different. That Completely is, different. The, go back that is to, not Go Ray back Epps. to the other ear. The other ear was almost square. See? See how his ear is like square? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Not Ray Epps. Not Ray Epps. Nope. And if that is Ray Epps, then the other guy is not Ray Epps. Exactly. And I don't give a fuck what you say. Just not Ray Epps. Not Ray Epps. Done. Well... We figured that one out. That was a quick one. <laughs> I hope you got more. Oh, yes. I do have more conspiracy facts. Are you ready? You ready for this one? Hmm. So. I'm just saying. We oh, Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. All the time we talk about freaking chemtrails in the sky, right? That's like the... That that's right up there with the flat earth conspiracy theory, like mm -hmm. chemtrails and weather manipulation, even though China flat out admitted that they did that during the Olympics. Um, but they don't do that here. Right. Like, even though we've actually uh, watched a hurricane sit off the coast and spin and then no, turn the, the CIA other way admitted that they do do it. Hold here. On. Well, now so did ABC. So bring this up. I'm just saying the CIA said it first. Yeah, but nobody listens to that. I know. That's why you should, though. That's the point. The Colorado River, called the hardest working river in the United States, is in danger. This is due to two causes, reductions in precipitation and increased air temperatures. The river provides hydropower to seven states, irrigation to more than 5 million acres of farmland, drinking water to 40 million Americans, and of course, the breathtaking whitewater rapids running through the Grand Canyon. All of it threatened by more than two decades in a mega drought. We can't just flip a switch like Colonel Joe Moore in Mad Max Fury Road. But we do have a superpower. Straight out of science fiction's X-Men The Last Stand. It's called weather modification or cloud seeding. We can't create the cloud. It has to be an existing storm system. We just give it a bump. Yeah. Garrett Kamins heads up one of the largest cloud seeding companies in the U.S., 
has the desperation in the mega drought made the interest in cloud seeding skyrocket? Oh, definitely. There are currently 42 cloud seeding projects across the American West, like this one in Utah, where they take planes like this with flares attached. They fly right into the storm and send microscopic particles into the cloud. Particles that act like magnets for water droplets, bonding together until they are heavy enough to fall to the ground as rain or snow. At the University of Colorado, researchers are working on artificial intelligence to deploy cloud seeding drones. And it's not just cloud seeding from the sky. There are hundreds of those things. That shack you see in the foreground is a ground-based cloud seeder. The little flame coming out is sending tiny silver iodide particles up into the sky. When a storm comes through, they go up to 2,000 feet above our head, into the storm, up those mountains, and make more snow than it naturally would. While cloud seeding has been helping get every last drop out of some of the driest years on record, this past winter, Mother Nature came through. The Southern Rockies, which feed the Colorado River, got more than four times their average snow. But experts say it's still not enough. As much as cloud seeding is a boost or a help, it's not a solution. The main solution is conservation. Cloud seeding is most successful in wet years, so this was a huge winter for them. They actually stopped early because Mother Nature was given up so much. Now, studies have shown that the environmental impacts from the silver iodide on the current scale, there are no impacts uh, to snow or rain also downstream, so it doesn't impact, you know, the other weather. They do anticipate at least 200 more ground cloud seeders in the future, and the federal government has committed $2.6 million to seeding. Back to you, Gio and Eva. Oh, Ginger Z, thank you so much. ABC News Chief Meteorologist Ginger Z. Just amazing when you look at the technology, obviously, mm -hmm. of cloud seeding, but also the idea that the Colorado River, we're talking about feeding seven states with that power. Yes, and it gives us so much of our food. Yeah. <laughs> it's very important. Incredible, incredible. Mm. Incredible. That's incredible. just a conspiracy theory. They're not actually doing that. But it's okay if but they are. But it's okay if they are. Yeah. And, and now that they're doing it, it's there there's now it's, it's really it's good safe and effective people it's safe and effective they're spraying us with heavy metals but it's safe and effective and a lot of you are going to ask well wait a minute don't you guys tell us to take silver, silver? Mm -hmm. and our toothpaste yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. no silver. we don't tell you to breathe it in yeah. We don't tell you to put it in clouds, and you don't know if that's the only shit they're sending up no there. No kidding. You, you you think it's just you think it's just silver, silver and or iron? barium powder and aluminum? The hell out of here. Seriously, right? And oh, and now that it's on ABC and they oh they're just starting up. They've been doing this shit for twenty five years. That's what she said. Yeah, she said that in the interview. She said they've been doing it for twenty years now. We haven't seen the ability for anything but this good, but it's been going on for 20 years. Mm -hmm. Huh? Wait. Mm. 20. Okay. I'll play your game. Touche. Yep. 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 Exactly. Well, they, they kind of learned that, Lyanna. Quit, mother, quit fucking with Mother Nature. She's going to fuck you harder than you ever thought possible. Uh, no shit. I was, it I know, hoping... snowed in LA like yeah, no shit. last month. Holy shit. We just saw the end of the world. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We did snow okay. in LA. All Hell right. froze over. So now this is this is a this is an old one. This is from back. This is from the presidential debate. An oldie but a goodie. Uh huh. Okay. Conspiracy has become we'll a fact. We'll again. 
we'll listen. We'll make a decision. Mm -hmm. It's true about Russia, Ukraine, China, other countries, Iraq. If this is true, then he's a corrupt politician. So don't give me the stuff about how you're this innocent baby. Joe, they're calling you a corrupt politician. Nobody. President Trump, I want to stay on the issue of race. We're talking about the issue from hell. President Trump, we're talking about race right now, and I do want to stay on the issue of race. President Trump, I have to respond to that. Please. Because look, there are 50 former national intelligence folks who said that what this he's accusing me of is a Russian plan. They have said that this is has all the care Four, five former heads of the CIA. Both parties say what he's saying is a bunch of garbage. Nobody believes it except them. his and his good friend, Rudy Gianni. You mean the laptop is now another Russia, Russia, Russia hoax? And that's exactly it. what is this that's where you're exactly going? what this is going. where he's going. The laptop right. is Russia, yes. Russia, Gentlemen, Russia. I want to stay on the issue of race. You okay? have to be kidding. Here Mr. we go President, again with Russia. We're going to continue Boy. on the issue of. No new plays in the playbook, Don. What were you thinking? Oh, but those 50 intelligence officers, they they were oxymorons because it came out today that, um, or yesterday anyway. One of them was asking for forgiveness. That uh, it was actually Blinken that put them up to that, all of that. Yep. Yeah. Another one, another win. I know. Call that one when it happened. Mm -hmm. So that was bullshit. Exactly. Conspiracy fact. Um, More of it. Someone was talking about this earlier. Were they? In the chat. Yep. Okay. Another BBC fact. BBC. Here it comes. What other colleagues are not doing is promoting false propaganda, which is widely known to originate from the Kremlin, abusing and undermining colleagues and the occupant of the chair, and using the autopsy of a 14-year-old girl as clickbait on their social media feed, all of which the Honourable Member has done in the past week, and he might like to reflect on that. Ooh, what's going on there? Uh, He got removed from Parliament. And everything that he got removed for was proven right. Huh? Uh, that 14-year-old autopsy, yeah. that, that was determined that they died from the COVID jab. Well, that's not good. Mm-hmm. That doesn't end good at all. Mm-mm. No. 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 And he wasn't paid by the Russians either. Yeah. That wasn't steel, was it? What? No. No. Okay. Mm-mm. I thought it might have been. Oh, the IRS agent. Yeah, I got some more on this, too. This could be bad. Two senior law enforcement officials describing to NBC News growing frustration inside the FBI because federal investigators finished the bulk of their work about a year ago and suspect political interference is delaying the process. Look, they've had this investigation wrapped up for almost a year now. Mm-hmm. They've been waiting, waiting for somebody to charge. Yes, thank you, Josh. Uh, Andrew Bridges. That, and, was the, that was the uh, the MP that got yeah. removed from Parliament in, in England for and, being uh, right for speaking up. So this guy, essentially, he's an upper upper dude in the IRS. He's a senior field agent. Mm-hmm. 
he went to NBC and said, actually, he went to Fox News, I believe, where he started. Um, and uh, yeah, he just said, well, about that. Two minute warning for our tribute. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, we're almost through conspiracy facts. Yep. Yeah. Oh, and you you brought up Joe Rogan to close us out? What is Joe this? Joe Rogan to close out conspiracy oh, facts, facts. Something that you guys were talking about earlier today on this Liana's morning, show. on Liana's show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Huh. We might have some con- conspiracy fact here. Mm-hmm. Mm. Tammy, I didn't know we were off of Pilled. Yeah. They don't really give a fuck about your health. They give a fuck <laughs> about you following the rules. And if you follow the rules, especially in pertaining to this one, then they make a fuckload of money and they have no accountability. And that's what it is. It's unbelievable. That's what it is. And so when someone like me says, hey, I got better real quick, they're like, oh, you fucking idiot. You're taking horse dewormer. <laughs> they're all saying it on CNN. So CNN lies. Now, you know, they lie. Because they knew I wasn't taking veterinary medicine. They knew that the guy who invented it literally won the Nobel Prize. <laughs> it's so dumb. That it's one of the dumbest checkers move ever. It's it's you know what it is? It's like playing chess and you just run your king out to the middle of the table. <laughs> Fuck you, man. You're taking horse medicine. We're just gonna repeat it over and over again. No one's gonna know the difference. No one's gonna research. The billions of human prescriptions, the fact that it's an antiviral, that it stops viral replication in vitro, <laughs> that there's studies on it, the fact that it stops yellow fever. It stopped, people get all these parasites, it kills them. <laughs> You're so stupid. Oh my God. It was one of the dumbest things. <laughs> but so how, could you, how could anyone ever trust them now when you know that this is how they treat something as so easily provable of being false? And what doesn't make any sense, like the attack literally makes no sense. You should be asking, hey, how'd you get better so quick? Exactly. I I have a better point there, Joe. Well, pull up up the tweet that I have up over here. One that worries me a little bit more than that. My question is, Joe, why haven't why haven't you sued CNN yet? Mm. That's defamation. Mm-hmm. What they did was defamation. Mm-hmm. Is it provable that it's horse paste? Yes. Is it provable, though, that it's also used as an antiviral? Yes. So why didn't you sue them? Pull, pull That's an argument a judge should settle. I would have sued the shit out of them. Mm-hmm. Fuck them. It's defamation. They deserve it. I think it's that one. Uh, no, maybe not. Okay, never mind. I thought I had the ivermectin fact sheet up, but no, this is the letter. Never mind. About Abe Lincoln. Mm. Abe Lincoln being the one that. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'll, I'll pull this stop, up so everybody can hear it. But anyway, no, I had an ivermectin fact sheet. No, um, this isn't Abe Lincoln and the IRS. This is about. The Judiciary Committee, Permanent Select Committee on Intelligence Oversight of the 51 former intelligence people oh, yeah. who signed the uh, Hunter Biden laptop thing. At, at Abe Lincoln's direction. Yep, at Abe Lincoln's direction. Okay. This is to show you that this was from 
the Honorable Abe Lincoln. Anthony Blinken. Mm-hmm. No, it was to the Honorable. No. Yes, because it oh. says Dear Secretary Blinken. Yes. As, as it's re- from Congress. Correct. Asking him to yep. prove his uh, wherewithal. Exactly. So to speak. And, oh, by the way, he lied in front of Congress, too. Yep. Yeah. He's fucked. Yep. Good luck on that one, bro. Yep. They have TV cameras now in Congress. I know they didn't have it there hundreds of years ago. They do now. But anyway, when when that. uh... Moving right along, because I can't talk about that too long or I get angry. It is about that time. So break forth the rhythm and the rhyme. Hold on. Because I got to pack it up before we do that. Are you kidding me? Nope. (sighs) Ganja. I was running around right before the show. It is. Yes, it is. That's exactly what I think about death. That's exactly what I think about. I think about Robin Hood men tight. Blinken was Robin Hood's number two, and he was blind, if you remember. That's why they called him Blinken. Terrible. That's fucking hysterical. Stop. That's classic humor. For a 12-year-old. Gary Gensler had a shitty weekend as well in court. Gensler. Why does it sound familiar? Gary Gensler. Oh, he was the guy from Waco, right? Mm. Am I right, Huey boy, or am I wrong? For some reason, I remember he's the guy from Waco. Just saying. I don't know if that's true or not. Well, they just came out with the Waco suit. That was actually Netflix series. Have you guys watched it? I haven't yet. Go watch it, please. Do me a favor. Go watch it. He's your sec. Oh, Secretary of the Army. Gary Gensler. Uh, yeah, there's a possibility of that. I I don't know. Um, smoke it if you got it. You're damn right. right. Smoke it if you got it, because we're going to roll it right now. Here we go. Get ready. <laughs> You want to get hot? You better get get that on. There it is. That's how you do it. Boom. It's from the bong. Hillary's campaign manager. Gary Gunsler, Hillary's campaign manager. Okay. Okay. I, I don't if remember. You say so. I, I, I'll bite. I'll, I'll play your game. I'm not saying you're wrong. I just don't. I'm not sure. I don't remember. I, I'm sorry. I got to go back. I'd have to research that one. I'd have to type it into a machine and get an answer because I don't remember who. Both trust you on that. I'll, I'll bite. I'll play your game. I, I think you guys do your homework. I know who you guys are. Well, we're through this. Mm-hmm. Boom. Uh, conspiracy fact is done. Also, heads up the SEC now holding up XRP. Yeah. Okay. Now I. All right. Now I know who you're talking about. All right. I got it. Get it. You beat the shit out of me finally. I get it. It took me a second. Normally it does. I'm pretty retarded when it comes to that shit. You know what I'm saying? Yep. You're going to have that on those big jobs, I'm told. 
Never turn the lights when I'm trying to carry. Light up the cherry. Tomorrow is the first farmer's market of the season. You're selling eggs, right? I am. I'm going to go to the community table. Hey, um, need to uh, tomorrow. Um, so we're going to do Freedom Gardens at noon tomorrow. Holy shit. Would you pick a time on Saturday? I know. Uh, we were going to do 11, but Heather can't get here at 11, so we're going to start it at noon. So start every show at 1. We can't because we got to be at the farmer's market at 2. It is what it is. Gotcha. So, um, and we're going to start uh, beekeeping. We're going to start learning about beekeeping tomorrow on Freedom Gardens. Beekeeping 101. Wow. Now we're getting serious up in here. We're getting bees. Yeah, not yet, but we are also going to launch a, uh, a give, send, go so that we can get bees. Hey, well, what we need to do is we're gonna uh, do one for the show too. We get the we get the bees. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna start making alcohol. Honey mead. mead. Hell yeah. Yep. Honey mead was the best way to go back in the day. As Friar Tuck, he knows. Bring you to the farmers market. I mean, I could. Who? Who? Lynn said, "Bring us to the farmers market." You could do that. That'd be weird though. That would. Be really because people you know they don't have you know they don't know they're on camera and shit so yeah yeah, yeah. i know leo i know inconsistency hurts the numbers um and freedom gardens <laughs> is just getting off the the ground anyway but until uh until we get a settled schedule kind of what it is so it is what it is either way that's why i'm trying to get her into a consistent schedule with it because that's when we saw our numbers take off when we consistently put out a podcast yep um and that's part of it you're absolutely right so uh what is this it's getting spicy it is this is a run for 2024 it's getting hot 2024 is it me yes it is that's why i'm gonna make honey meat Honey meat is an amazing drink if you've never had it. It is very good. Um, it will kick your ass six it will. from a Sunday if you're not careful. It's just like um, soju. If you've never had soju before, mm. it's rice wine. It's uh, Korean rice wine. Oh, Baron Yeager is my favorite. And you, it tastes uh, – literally, I had one that was called – no bullshit, so there I am. We're in South Korea. We're at this bar. A kid walks up and he goes, uh, soju and – puts his bottle in front of me i was like yeah okay so i being a stupid american you know mm -hmm. not being really keen to the culture i just started drinking it right out of the bottle it tasted good it tasted like hawaiian punch matter of fact that's what i ordered hawaiian punch soju uh soju uh i was good i drank the whole bottle not a problem it went down like fucking a fat kid on a hot dog. Nice and smooth. Yeah. And let me tell you something. Getting up doesn't sound, doesn't, didn't work so well. I got up because I had to go pee. 
just falling over. Let me tell you something. It was like somebody ran in there and hit me in the back of the head with a fucking lead pipe. Mm -hmm. Because next thing you knew, I was in the bathroom doing a bonding jump commands to people, sending them out of their shitters. (laughs) Swear to God. Inboard bros on your toes. Outboard peeps on your feet. Stand your shit up. Hook it up. Get ready. Get off my bitch ride. Get off my bitch ride. Damn. That's that's yeah. no. I was fucking hammered. Did we hear about the home garden raids by the CCP goon squads? No. And then good uh, luck coming here though. Fucking peanut butter will run your ass down and peck the shit out of you. Well, not only that, I mean, you also have a bunch of things that bite you a lot faster than that. I eat dogs. She's the first line of defense, though. True. Seriously, I can't even go outside. She's fucking right there pecking at me. I'm like, you dumb cunt. She jumps stop. in my. She jumps up into my arms. I know. She jumps right. If I put my hand like that, she'll uh-huh. jump right up underneath my arm and just sit. Oh, Cookie does that with me, but peanut butter. Cookie does that with me too. Yeah, peanut butter. She'll fucking. Cookie just, loves fucking, me now, dude. Cookie loves me. <laughs> Cookie's like, oh, you're gonna feed me Although, tonight. Okay, okay, uh, you're my you're my new one. Coolest thing happened this morning, and of course, I didn't have my phone with me because it was like right as soon as I got back from dropping the older one off at school, um, and I went over to uh, I went over to let the birds out, and I was looking for the geese because they have a brand new gosling. You know, it's like a two days old, but I saw a gator in the pond yesterday, and I was like, fuck, because um, they lost their goslings last year to the gator, so. Anyway, so they're they're being real careful. So I was looking for the geese as I was driving back, and uh, and I didn't see them. And I was like, well, maybe they haven't come out of you know wherever they nest yet. Um, it was pretty early in the morning. That's only when I gotta hide them, John. So, Get real, bro. So uh, so anyway, so I I went and let the ducks and the chickens out, and then I walked, and they beelined like to the front of the yard, and I walked over to the duck pool, which is kind of closer to the pond. And the two geese were right there with their baby. I mean, they weren't more than 10 feet from me. Um, they were drinking out of the duck pool because I just cleaned it yesterday. And it's all, you know, a huge pool of fresh water. And they're hesitant to bring the baby over to the pond because of the gator. Um, and so they, they saw me and they hissed a little bit, but I talked to them and and uh, and then I went into the yeah, coop. Goose whisperer now. Whatever. I went into the coop and, um, and I, I got a cup of scratch grain and they let me get close enough to throw it on the ground and feed them. And the baby came up and ate some. It's so cute. It's like, it's yeah. I mean, it's fuzzy and yellow with little black stripes on it. And it, I mean, it's probably, it would fit in my hands. Not to let me get that close to it, but you know, geese can be fucking nasty. (laughs) They don't fuck around. But um, like I said, they hissed at me a little bit, but they didn't, they didn't back away. They were, you know, they're cool. Um, They did. Okay. So, and they they stood there with me for quite a minute and uh, ate all the scratch grain and drank some more water and anyway and then I went back to herd the chickens back across the street because they always go immediately across the street so anyway yeah but it was very cute so they know our cove is more protected than the other one the gator doesn't come up there because we're usually right there we shoot at it. yeah with a gun so we shoot at it. yep. Yes, we do. Yeah, we shoot at it. So anyway, but uh, it was I've seen them. They're they're on our side. They they do reside on our side of the enclosure, so to speak. Mm-hmm. And uh, it is it is cool to see them. 
and I'm always looking for that fucking gator, but that's normally a dead giveaway for me is when they're in the water, there's no gator. And they were in the water yesterday morning. And I was like, sweet, yeah. you maybe you actually, you killed the gator. And then I saw it. I saw it. I don't know if it was another one or the same one, but I saw it last night and I was like, motherfucker. And I actually called out. I was like, gator in the pond. And Connor came running and he's like, where's your gun? I, like, oh, I thought it was your dad. <laughs> anyway. Oh, but you'll have that. Yeah. But th by the time he came running out saying, where's your gun? The gator went underwater and there was no getting it. So gone. Yep. Yep. Anyway. So run for 2024. Vivek Ramswamy or whatever the fuck. Ramaswamy. Ramaswamy. Yep. Uh, okay. First of all, you're not even black. Oh, that's very fresh coming from you, Mr. Don Lemon. I actually think you're the one that's not black. What do you mean I'm not black? Look at my skin tone, dude. Your skin tone is not black, Mr. Don Lemon. It's not even brown. I mean, you wear a lot of makeup to make it look like you're black, but you're probably whiter than Anderson Cooper under there. You look like you work at 7-Eleven. Well, you look like a wider, more annoying version of Meghan Markle. You look like you got here on a flying rug. Uh, you're like the Elizabeth Warren of black people. You look like you're running for president of Pakistan. All right, guys, I think that's enough. Is AI back at it again? Yes, AI is back so at AI it So AI gets high. <laughs> AI really does get high. Damn it. <sighs> I mean, we got to have a little humor sometimes. Who cares what he actually said? That was much more fun. You got here on it. It looks like you got here on a freaking rug. <sighs> oh, see, now they should have said, did Joe Biden find you in a 7-Eleven? <laughs> no, it was an 8-Eleven. Dude, did Odyssey kick us again? Fuckers. What happened? Odyssey kicked us again. How Why? the fuck does Odyssey kick us? What did we do? I don't know. It did that to us the other day, remember? Yeah, why did we get kicked? I don't know. Did we get kicked? I don't know. Or did it just stop recording? I have no idea. Oh. Uh, either way. Whatever. <laughs> yeah, that was funny. That was good. That was comical. Yes. Hopefully right. this one is as funny. Larry Elder is also running for president. Jesus Christ. This is it. <laughs> We've lost it. Or a disaster. Uh, so for all those reasons, I was called the black face of white supremacy and a white supremacist in terms of my views. My announcement, Tucker is that I'm announcing that I'm running for the presidency of the United States on your program. And thank you wow. so much for giving me this honor and this platform. Uh, my website is elderforpresident.com, elderforpresident.com. And Tucker, the reason I'm doing this is because, you know, my father was a World War II vet. He served in, in on, on the island of Guam. He was a Marine. Running for president. Run, run Larry, run. You can be the black face of white supremacy again. Yep. You're about to be. <laughs> oh, you got mad because someone else who's actually white ousted that title from you. Who? Um, I don't know. A whole bunch of people they've called the black face. Uh, fucking Candace Owens. Oh. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Candace, Candace, um, Candace Owens. Uh, I'm sorry. Um, Lady Candace Owens Farmer, who is married to Lord Farmer, 
of the British royal family. Really? You didn't know that? No. Oh, yeah. Hmm. I mean, he's like, you know, at fucking 65th in line or whatever, but mm-hmm. still. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Although, I mean, technically our kid is like a 282nd in line if they start letting the bastards in. Well, if they let the Celt in, he's higher. Exactly. He's 102nd. See? They let the Celt in. Yeah. So. Exactly. He's got a better chance there. Except the Celts are actually more closely related to the British, and the British monarchy is actually run by the Germans. So technically, my relationship is closer. Is it run by the Germans or the Romans? Uh, well, that's a good question. Is there a um, difference? Yes. Yes. <laughs> we, yeah. Different bloodlines. Ah, yes. Sparky's here. Sparky. 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 Where do you see him? Thundercats, Sparky. Thundercats for the Sparky boy. Thunder. 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 Thundercats. Get the fuck out of here. (laughs) There's your intro. Sparky, you outed what everyone was thinking last night. Yes, sir. Our Feddar all started going off. You are right there, Sparky. We love you for it. That they may take our lives. But they'll never take all freedom. Hats off to you, you Phil. Good call, Sparky. Good job. Yep. We uh we all shared the same (laughs) feeling. Yes, yes, yes. You didn't. You didn't do anything wrong. We stood with you, bro. Yep. You were right on. Yep. You were fucking dead on it, bro. Like I said, Sparky, I didn't smack your pecker last night. I sparked the other. I, I smacked the other dude's pecker because you were right there, dude. You were on it, bro. Yeah, like a fucking heat-seeking missile. And after I went back and looked at it and I showed her, I was like, "This is what was said." And no, no, I, I told you what was said. I agree with Sparky on this. Yeah. And she was like, "Yeah, I no, got this." No, no, I was like, "All right, I gotcha. Yeah. All right." Anyway, we just gave you a hats off, bro. Yeah, you got to go back and watch the like the first. You are ten minutes of the show. I'm telling you, I gave you the whole beginning of the show because I yep. wanted everybody to know yes. we're right there behind you, bro. Oh, yes. Oh my God, Lynn's I me love again. It, Liz. I got to give you another one on that one. You called out Glenn Bob Square Pants. <laughs> thunder, 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 thunder! Kicks. Get the fuck out of here! Oh! <laughs> Anyway, I, I got a question here, and uh, I'm not going to say anything about this. Right, well, I'm going to say it right now. Somebody explain this to me, please. This happy de- dad death row. I don't know. I was what? wondering the same thing. I was like, wait, does he have like diapers next to him or something? What the what fuck? What the hell is that? Happy dad death, death row. row. They're grape flavored. Is it? Is it? Is that beer? Well, he doesn't drink soda. Grape flavored beer. I think it's grape soda. Maybe it's replacing the Diet Coke. I, I don't know. Okay. Anyway, whatever. Very weird. Never seen that before. I mean, death row next to a former state president. Really? Um, okay. Full send. You guys couldn't pull anything. Pull anything out better than that. Okay. Seriously? Why do you think he's what like besides that? Because he's done a pretty good job with Florida, you agree. What why do you think you're a better choice than DeSantis? Well, actually, if you look at the numbers, he didn't do a great job. If you take a look at the numbers, he's very high on crime. Very high. Right at the top. 
uh, almost at the top. Uh, he, I think he gets good publicity, although now people are starting because I'm putting out the COVID numbers. He didn't do well in COVID. He had more deaths than almost every country in Florida. I hate to say it because Florida's my state, but he had, he did not have, he did not do well. It's, it's really, it's very interesting. I don't want to knock anybody, but the thing he did well on is public relations because uh, the numbers weren't what uh, they pretended to be. With all of that being said, when you help somebody, I believe in loyalty. You just don't do what he did. Now, he's out campaigning. I assume he's going to run. But I think the numbers are so bad now that a lot of people are assuming that he won't run. And uh, would you consider him like to be your running mate? I don't I, I don't see it. I mean, I don't see. It. Death Row Microbrewery. Yeah, it's beer. That's a hard seltzer. Wow. Great yeah, hard seltzer. Yeah. Okay. You're still hung up on the grape drink. You didn't give a fuck about what Trump had to say. No, I heard what Trump had to say. He's talking shit about DeSantis. I mean, He's saying now that Florida's bad, this, that, and the mm -hmm. other thing. When he was saying originally that Florida was good. Is Trump mm -hmm. a politician? Yes. We've seen that. That's the problem. That's where our issue is. He backed a losing horse in the vaccine. Yet you want me to listen to him talk about DeSantis. I don't care what he says about DeSantis. I'm not voting for him if DeSantis is running. I'm not saying I'm vote for DeSantis either. Nope. But we don't. I, 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 I'm not about to lay down at his feet just because he's being persecuted as much as he is. Bottle beekeeping. Okay. What? Chris Goss says, I have some awesome info on bottle beekeeping. It sounds fantastic. Where? Where? In the pill shop. Anyway. Okay. Cool. Okay. Weird. Um, but no, I, I, I don't know. I, I just... I have an issue with that, yeah. and I, I can't get my head around that. And everybody says, what's your issue with Trump? My biggest issue with Trump is the job. I'd vote for Trump. I will if he ever denounces the jab. But then I got a question, why is he denouncing the jab now? He won't, because he's part of it. Now, if he denounces the jab, it's because he's going to try and turn the blame on Biden because he's part of the game. I have no idea. Because he's been a part of the game the whole time. Mm -hmm. Anyway, go to the next one. Because it's another chump clip. Just saying. Weird stuff going on. Mm -hmm. Weird stuff going on. What do you know? We all got to see it coming. Mm -hmm. You can't close your eyes. Nope. Don't trust anybody. Yep. Not even us. Do your own research. You know, they used to say uh, global cooling because they thought the world was going to freeze. That was in the 1920s. They had a thing, uh, global cooling. Then it went to global warming, but that wasn't working. So now they go to climate change because that covers everything. But your real global warming would be nuclear global warming. That's, that's a warming that will take seconds and that's a warming that will melt granite. You know what granite is? It's a very powerful, very hard stone. If you take a look at 
Hiroshima or Hiroshima, as a lot of people call it, uh, Nagasaki, where they used nuclear in a very primitive form. Uh, it actually took granite, large areas of granite, and melted it. And now it's like an ice skating rink. It melted into virtual water. And now when it hardened, it was absolutely stone cold level. Melted granite. You could hit granite with a blowtorch and it won't even do anything to it. So you're talking about a level of power, a level of heat, a level of destruction. Nobody talks about that. They talk about global warming. It's, it's sick. And we have to get rid of nuclear weapons. You know, one of the things I was going to do and I would have done is the denuking of everything, the denuclearization of everything, because uh, you have to take them away. You have to get rid of them. And Russia would have done it, and China would have done it. I used to talk to Putin about it. He yeah. loved the idea of doing it. So what, we would have taken away nukes and no, they where would have you, as well? where you denuclearize, where you actually get rid of nuclear weapons. They're too destructive. They're so bad. They're so dangerous. They're so... A World War Three will be many, many, many times greater than World War One or World War Two because of the weaponry. You're not going to have army tanks going around shooting each other. You may have that too, but ultimately that won't matter. And we really, when I was doing Tucker Carlson the other night, we were talking about it. And great guy. He's, he's, he is a great guy. And he's, you know, we had a really good show. We talked a lot about it. And he said, you know, that's right. What's worse? And this could take place in seconds. This isn't in 300 years from now. And the radical left never likes talking about it, and they should talk about it. And other countries know exactly what I'm talking about, and they would get rid of a lot of their nuclear weapons or their nuclear weapons. You have to do it. It's a level of danger that the world has never seen before, and people don't talk about it. Very true. Hmm. Uh, Global superheating, I guess, would be the best way to call that because that's what it would be. It'd be you went from normal temperature to above normal temperature and a rapid time. Yeah, that would be global warming at, at an epic state. Um, like when God brings the fire, or Skynet, or Skynet becomes self-aware. Mm -hmm, maybe it happened August twenty-seven, nineteen ninety-seven. 2.14 a.m. According to Terminator. Correct. One of the timelines. Well, the Skynet, the according to the official Skynet timeline. Okay. That's what happened. Okay. And it started learning at a very rapid rate to where it became self-aware mm -hmm. at exactly 2.14 a.m. Mm -hmm. And it fired the first missile. Okay. Which hmm. in turn was nuclear mm -hmm. winter. Correct. Correct. Def. Dead on it. What we need in the United States is not division. What we need in the United States is not hatred. What we need in the United States is not violence and lawlessness, but is love and wisdom and compassion toward one another. Every nation has a darker side, and the easiest thing for a politician to do is to appeal to our hatred and our anger and our bigotry and greed and xenophobia and all the alchemies of demagoguery. My father and my uncle had a vision for America, a vision of racial harmony, of prosperity for all Americans, of peace in the world, and of honest government. 
Their lives were tragically cut short, and America took a different path. Yet the possibility they foresaw is still alive, the America that almost was and yet may be. I've been fighting corporate corruption my entire life, but I understand that today the problem is much larger than a few crooked individuals. The problem is a system that no longer serves the people and a people who are so divided and so fearful that they are easily ruled. It's time to unlearn the reflexes of fear and blame and find ways to unify ourselves and turn our country around. I won't pretend to you that it will be easy, but I know what it will take. My father said it, love, wisdom, and compassion toward one another. And that's where we need to start. We will scale down the war machine and bring our resources home. We will rebuild our water systems, repair our roads, modernize our railroads, and clean up our environment. We will also clean up government and earn back the people's trust. We will end the secrecy, the censorship, and the surveillance. We will again be a fearless land of liberty. The cost of freedom is always high, but Americans have always paid it. We will face honestly the darker parts of our history, the genocide, the racism, not to shame or blame or punish, but to repair as best we can in a spirit of compassion and kindness toward all. I'm inviting all of you to join me to create an America that we can believe in and be proud of again. I'm Robert F. Kennedy Jr. and I'm running for President of the United States. little name recognition there huh bobby just a little bit you're running, running. on your daddy and your That's uncle it. right it. there yep i tell you what so we've got to satanist who hasn't actually announced that he's gonna run oh i'm sorry did i get those letters mixed up did you to satanist um maybe okay maybe and then we have um, Trump, brought to you by Pfizer. Um, Immerder. Yeah, true. But Pfizer is the one that actually like funded his inaugural mm -hmm. campaign and you know fleshed out his cabinet. Mm -hmm. um, and then we have uh, Larry Elder, mm -hmm. the the black face of white supremacy, because um, he wants he wants that title back. Then we have. Um, uh, Vivek 7-Eleven. Yep. Wow. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> why, why can't you just say dot, dot, feather? <sighs> I mean, all right. So we have Vivek Red 7-Eleven. <laughs> and, uh, and, and then we have, um, uh baby kennedy and uh you know what i said all that no you forgot about nikki haley oh fuck that cunt <laughs> she's still running okay okay so um vivek and nikki ran a 7-eleven <laughs> okay okay sorry um and uh, and tim scott who you know was mm -hmm. was a democrat until um, the Democrats said we have too many black people and he said, okay, I'll be a Republican. Um, you know what I say to all that? 
I say dick punch for president. Fuck them all. That's what I say. Didn't we already say that one? <laughs> yes. Actually, it was the. Uh, it was Justin. It was Justin. Yeah. Yeah. That was a great idea. Mm-hmm. Man, it was like, it was like, did we just become best friends? <laughs> I remember that's the whole reason I got this button right uh-huh. here. Yeah. This one. If you were a chick, who's the one guy you would sleep with? John, John Samos. Samos. What? Did we just become best friends? <laughs> yep. Yep. <sighs> yep. That's the whole reason I got that button. Still have it to this day. I'm mm-hmm. gonna keep it forever, never changing, never leaving that spot. All right. So here's here's um the the. It says free beacon, but it's not very free. The other black face of black supremacy. Oh, I thought she was the black face. Of no, white no, supremacy. they're they're talking about. Oh. she's the black face of black supremacy, but uh, they're talking about Tim Scott. So, okay. Uh, Tim Scott will have to face his ancestors one day. I don't know what kind of people they were, but he will have to answer for all the choices he's made, all the decisions. You know, I find Senator Scott fascinating, a black Republican who isn't too shy in talking about race, but whose views on race can be problematic both within the GOP and in the general public. Republicans every election cycle need a racial pacifier. He's their racial security blanket in the race. Funny how all these black and brown Republicans play down that identity until it becomes useful to them in national races or until they need to deny the existence of racism within their own party. So he has to essentially endorse, right, white power structure, and he cannot step off that, 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 you know, that team for not even a little. I feel sorry for him that he has to go into the history books this way, but apparently that's where he wants to be. Okay, let's be clear. Tim Scott does not represent any constituency other than the small number of sleepy, slow-witted sufferers of Stockholm Syndrome who get elevated to prominence for repeating a false narrative about this country that makes conservative white people feel comfortable. I think Tim Scott and Nikki Haley are there to say, listen, uh, maybe Donald Trump isn't as, you know, as racist as you think he is. But there was perhaps a bigger, more cynical reason why the party rallied around Tim Scott. As the Charleston Post and Courier reported at the time, state Republicans would benefit from getting a black person elected, as it might silence critics who said that the elections process diluted the black vote there by electing at-large members rather than having them each represent a specific district. So there's your field for, um, you know, splitting the vote against uh, pff, who even oh. fucking cares. No one cares. I, We're not even going to get there. What does it matter? It's all a big show. Mm-hmm. Woke world? Back to woke world. Oh, my God. You got it. Yes. Oh, this is great. This is wonderful. I saw this today in a meme. Oh, yeah, this is fantastic. Did you see the meme one done about it with the um whose voice did they use? Oh, I'm trying to remember. I don't know, but I I was I was about to start a tranny folder because we might have to do I think we're gonna have to start a tranny folder. Yeah, that might be a new thing. Yeah. It's becoming too normalized now. That's ridiculous. We're now gonna have a foldy about it. 
Yeah, this is classic. Men straight. Only women men straight. But what about trans men and non-binary? They're not men. a whole group of they're, people. They're women dressed straight. as men. You are not a man. You pretend to be a man, and that's okay. That's perfectly fine. Live your life. I'd like to understand from your perspective why you don't believe it's rude and why you think you have a right to, when someone identifies a certain way, for you to tell them that that is not correct, that they are that particular gender or identity. Why do I feel that it's right to tell them the truth? But it's not you know, the truth. The people, the people who hate the truth People who hate the truth are because they see they see the truth as hateful. If, if you want to identify in any way you can, you're free to do so. But that does not mean that the rest of us have to join that illusion. If a transgender person is not harming you or the people or you love, why do you care so much? You just want us to why? No, I don't want you to care. I want you to be quiet. I want you to stop being hateful. So let me answer. You disagree. I disagree with you. And so you call it hate. But there's no hate in my heart at all. So that's you are being hateful when you tell somebody that identifies as a man that they're not a man. That's not hateful. That's a fact. Um, yeah, yeah, I'm sorry. I agree with that dude. How nope. many times have I said to y'all that nope. you are a just, dude? Just because people hate something you say doesn't make it hate speech. Yeah. Yep. It's not a, you're a dude. I have no hate in my heart for anyone. You are a dude. I have pity in my heart for a lot of people. In fact, you know, our, our, our younger son asked me the other day. Or whatever it was. What was that? A girl? That I don't know. Thing he was arguing against. I don't know. But um, our younger son asked me. He said, "He said, do you hate gay people?" I said, "No, of course I don't want to hate gay no, people." No, he accused us of no, hating no. gay people. Asked, I remember this. No, he no. A- he asked me. He asked me the other day before he brought it up at the dinner table last oh. night. He asked me the other day. He said, "Do you hate gay people?" I said, "No, of course not." But then at the dinner table, he said something about it. I said, well, first off. No, he accused us. My cousin is gay. So obviously I don't hate gay people. I mean, I love my cousin. Um, I I pity gay people. He said, you pity them? I said, yeah, I pity them. Because the ones that are truly gay, who were born that way, generally just want to be left the fuck alone. I don't like the rest of us. And their whole lives have been hijacked by the people who are confused and pretending to be gay because they want the attention. You know, I, I read this, uh, I read an article or I, something. Um, maybe I listened to an interview about it. Anyway, about how... Uh, the trans, the whole trans ideology is really more of an addiction than even gender dysphoria. The, the attention they get, like it used to be, you know, men dressing up in their 
or, you know, in, in women's clothes in private and they got a thrill from it, right? They were thrill seeking. And you don't understand that, but think about it. Think, think about, you brought up the movie, the crying game yeah. at the beginning of the show. Yeah. Think about that. That was the first training movie. Out that there. was the first training movie out there. Yeah. Yes. But he was thrill seeking. He was dressing up in women's clothes he took it further than that, but he was initially thrill-seeking because it gave him a rush of endorphins. This is how it was described in this interview I listened to by a psychologist or psychiatrist or whatever. Okay. Anyway, that it gives him a, ru a rush of endorphins. And now that they're allowed to, allowed to encourage to do it in public, they have to be validated. Their, their addiction has to constantly be validated. And if somebody doesn't validate them, they get very angry because so, you're taking away their ability to shoot up. So look, look, look at this. Listen, it's like dope sick. Think, think about, no, think about this one. Okay. So I have a question for you all. Where does this stop? Because think about this. The next thing, you know, I identify as being invisible. Therefore, when you say you can see me, that's offensive. Yeah, exactly. That is offensive to me. How far do you let it go? Where do we stop this? Because that's the next level is you didn't see me. I was invisible. That's not me on that camera. I'm invisible. What the fuck are you talking about? You goddamn psycho. You're right there. When you call a woman, a man, or a man, a woman. When you get in legal trouble for not calling a woman, a man, or a man, a woman, the how far shit. does it go? Yeah. I mean, where do we stop this? This goes in line. All right. This goes directly in line. And I'm sorry. If this offends you, fuck you. You don't believe in the constitution. But those bakers that said that they weren't going to bake gay cakes. Yeah. No, they have the goddamn right to say, no, fuck you. I'm not baking your fucking cake. It would be the same thing as if some gay guys asked me to come install the garage door for him. No, it's the soup Nazi from the, from freaking Seinfeld. Yeah. The soup Nazi yes. from Seinfeld. Yes. yes. No soup for you. Yeah. That's it. I don't like the way you look. You no soup for you. They have that right. They own the business. They could say no. I disagree. Doesn't matter what it is. I don't like what you're wearing. No soup for you. No shoot. No soup. No no shirt. No soup. Shoes. No shoes. No service. No, no service. soup for you. Go away. I don't care. They have that right. That's what i fight for that's what i believe in you have the right to say whatever the fuck you want when you want to say it i support everybody on that mm -hmm. far right far left you can say what you want i have no issue with that we might not like what you say but we don't have an issue with you saying it you say it i can't believe you're and gonna we're say not it gonna call it hate speech if we hate it but we're going to make fun of it. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm going to make you look like a fucking moron every time you right. open your mouth. But that's cool. Do it. 
But I believe in the Constitution. I believe you have that right to say and believe whatever the fuck you want to believe in. You want to believe in a demon God that stands upside down and that was is completely the opposite of everything I believe in? Fine, do it. You want to believe in abortion for your people. You know what? This is going to drive some of you nuts. But yeah, if you believe that that's what you believe, go for it. Do I believe I have to be forced to perform that? Or do I believe that that doctor, if he doesn't agree with that, has to be perform that? No. A doctor can tell you to fuck off just like anybody else. They're a private organization. They can believe whatever the fuck they want to believe. And no medical license board has any say over that. That would be another thing I would strictly regulate from the federal government if I ever was president. All of those licensure licensure boards, okay, that go after people because of their political beliefs. Oh, let me tell you something. I would have a federal organization, one namely with three letters, hmm. and I would say your job now is to investigate these assholes. And I would take away all their other jobs mm -hmm. and give them to other organizations because those sons of bitches, A, would be on my shit list, but B, I would have them investigating them. You want to know why? Because then you get good doctors. Then you get moral doctors. Then you would get doctors that wouldn't sell out to the almighty dollar that might believe in science believe before they believe in other wacko bullshit like you would see those homegrown doctors that you'd go see and he would say, hey, take some Valorant root and just rub it on your, your chest. You'll feel fine in the morning. Mm -hmm. Valerian, yeah. Or take some of this root and rub it on your ankle. Trust me, the swelling will go down. Mm -hmm. Not like, hey, here's a Percocet. Pop that in the back of your mouth. You'll feel great for four hours, but after that, you're fucked. Oh, and by the way, after that, you're also addicted. Mm, I put the first... Uh... Borage leaves in our salad for tonight. Sweet. Mm -hmm. I, I, I just, I, I, the idea is that we're free, folks. You're free to make your own decision. Everybody asks me, well, Mick, wait a minute. What about fire departments? What about police departments? Why do we need them? We police our own. Fire department, you got neighbors, right? This is what teaches you to be a good neighbor. This is what teaches you, hey, I've got to have friends. This is what levels out that craziness like, oh, that would never happen on my property. Because your friends all know that because they all live right around you. All of that's taken care of by your neighbors. They call them bucket brigades for a reason. They call them volunteer firefighters for a reason. You want to know why there's no more volunteer firefighters? How many people are you? How many people out there literally in the last 20, 20 years? How many people here are willing to go out and get shot doing the job? I, I, I mean, nobody... Nobody is willing to do that anymore. Not A, for pay, but B, who's doing it for, for free as a volunteer? Nobody. The volunteer firefighting community's basically been evaporated. It's basically disappeared. 
Your dog has lost her mind busting in here like freaking gangbusters. What are you doing in here, dumbass? <laughs> but wagging I mean, her whole I mean, butt. All of this, this is like where our communities are at. Our communities now, yeah, what are we going to do about fire departments? What we always did, we took care of everybody. You had the volunteers. If you know what, if I knew all my neighbors, you're damn right I'd volunteer again. If I knew I, you know, I, I, I knew my community. Yeah, I would, I'd volunteer. I did used to, I used to volunteer all the time. Ask her. She hated me. No, I loved it. You were out of my house for 24 hours every couple of days. It, but I would volunteer. I did, I do my time and it felt good to do something for free. It was like, you know what? Yeah, I can do this job. It doesn't take much of my time. And Right, it's actually there. kind of fun. Hey, out. We're done. This shit is just, that's where our, our, our we've lost our way in this. This is, uh, it, it's not that we've lost our way. Other people have lost their ways. And now they're trying to catch back up to where we're at. And they're just realizing, oh shit, I've been out of the game for a hot minute because they forgot. This is, this is how I see the timelines went. In the 60s, what were the people rebelling? What were the kids rebelling against? The parents, right? Mm -hmm. Everybody was on the government. Everybody. So look at this. The 50s parents, the 60s kids were rebelling against the 50s parents, right? Mm -hmm. Then the 70s, the 80s, we never really rebelled against our parents. We listened to what our parents had to say. No, we didn't. We didn't have to rebel against our parents because they didn't give a fuck what we did. We did whatever we wanted. But then we also listened to what our grandparents said. So we had the benefit of two generations mm -hmm. because in most families, you had two generations worth of parents around. So now the next two generations after that, they didn't have any of that shit. Then they had mom and dad working, you know, yeah. where me and you, we were might've been yeah. lucky mom and dad. You know, I had one home yeah. where I know your mom was working all the time, but yep. I had my parents were one of my parents was always home. So that was all kind of nothing. Mm -hmm. But after that though, you had both parents working normally. I mean, think about us. We were working both for years all the time, all the time. Yeah. 70 hours a week. Yeah, absolutely. And now look at it. Linz. I think where Joff is going with that. Um, I've talked about this a little bit before. Um, as they've ramped up the childhood vaccinations, all traditional vaccines are made with fetal cell lines and contain DNA from whatever fetus they were harvested from. And it is not, you don't have DNA from girl babies that are specifically given to girl babies and vaccines or DNA from boy babies that are given to boy babies and vaccines. So the question is, if you inject your little girl with a significant amount of male DNA or vice versa, or vice versa you, from you, the time that they're a toddler on, do you, does it retrain their hormonal system to make them produce more testosterone or estrogen? So does it make them more light in the loafers than do, others? Does it make them more predominant predominantly gay does it does it can it actually affect their genetics 
to make them gay. Predispose predispose them. Yeah. That is that's, that's the, a great the, that's question. the theory that's going around. And then when you add the the social normalization of it, not just even the normalization, but actually pushing it on the kids. And, and then on top of that, you can reenact it with the, cause you just said GMOs. Yeah. If, mm-hmm. if you reenact it, you basically, so you, you give them all this shit, right? So think about this real quick. Cause it's kind of like anthrax in a way, cause anthrax lies dormant in my system. Mm-hmm. Until I take a, it's a, a sleeper virus, Ciproflex, a, a, a sleeper. Whatever. The second yeah. I take Ciproflex, anthrax is active mm-hmm. and it kills. I mean, it kills. The problem with anthrax is if you don't let anthrax go back to sleep, it will destroy even your white blood cells. That's how powerful anthrax is. But then, but going back to that, then on top of that, so you've injected your infant. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me finish with a significant amount of DNA from the opposite sex. And then it goes dormant. And and, but then you feed them chicken with growth hormones. Well, that's what I I was trying to get to. Yes. And it activates it. Sorry. We were thinking in the same. No, you weren't. I didn't mean to shut you down. I didn't realize that's where you were going with it. I was just picking it up from you. (laughs) Look at him pouting. (laughs) <laughs> oh yes yep anyway i do wonder about that though that is a that's a good theory and it's uh one that i think deserves more uh exploration um or more deep diving i guess mm-hmm. because that is I, that's how I think they do it. I think they put something initially in you and it lays dormant for a number of years. Mm-hmm. And the reason it has to lay dormant for a number of years is because it basically has to fall within your homeostasis. Once your whole body is used to it, then the second they add something else that activates it the same way anthrax, because <clears throat> essentially, from what I understand, I've never had to activate it. Now, a couple of friends of mine have. They told me they pretty much spent three weekend, three weeks shitting and pissing directly out of their ass in the most liquid streams out of both ends of their body because it was that bad. It killed everything in their body. I mean, just destroyed everything, mm-hmm. neutralized their stomach acid. When you fuck your gut biome, that is that takes a it long time. Neutralized to come back. their stomach acid. Uh, that's it's real hard. It takes a lot because you can't eat solid food immediately. If you did, it's basically what would have happened to the Jews that they found in Auschwitz. It's why they didn't feed them. They stopped everybody from giving them food because they did not have the ability to absorb nutrients through their stomach because their stomach lining had been so fucked up from not eating anything that it pretty much destroyed it. And it would have killed them to ingest food because their stomach would have tried to break it down and it didn't have anything to do it with. Um, Dr. Judy Mikevitz said, I heard her say this a few months ago, that uh, they actually, they, they put COVID in the 2018 flu shots as a dormant, as a sleeper virus. 
I, I just wonder because they perfected that a long time and ago. Whatever to they where released on us, your whole body gets used to it, and then all of a sudden, I always wondered because I know for us, all it is is a pill. I got to take a pill, mm-hmm. and I'm that way for three weeks. I'm basically puking and shitting at the same time, yeah, which is technically impossible to do. But no, it's apparently not. not. That. Now you have it. Not at the it's same not time. Pleasant. Though. Oh yes. Oh, yes, I have. It's not pleasant. <laughs> it's got to feel like birth. It, that's, yeah. That's the way I always, re- always think about it as childbirth. I'm like, that it, I, got, I got really sick, probably from a, hair, a parasite, but I got really sick when we went to Morocco when I was a kid. And uh, and I was I was pu- puking and shitting out at the same time, at the same time, like come one end and the other. Um, and uh, I had made friends with all of the workers at the hotel. I was eight, right? I had this like, bright blonde curly hair and ringlets and i would just i would talk to anybody and anyway they were uh, really concerned about me when i didn't show up for breakfast that morning the workers um the staff at the hotel and they sent this tea up to my room and um and they were like just have her drink this like they told my mom have have her drink this and she'll be better in no time and i have no idea what was in that tea but sure as shit i drank that tea done cleared up no problem. And whatever, you know, natural herbal medicine that they've been using for a thousand years yep. in Morocco for whatever parasite that they know goes around. Tell you, I, I listen to Leanne. It's Leanne. Mm-hmm. She's using the tooth, uh, toothpaste. Yeah. And she's got a filling apparently that fell out. And yeah. she said, ever since she started using the toothpaste, doesn't even bug her anymore. Nope. So I'm just saying this shit works. It really does. Uh, you know, the, the whole, uh, you guys are, it's a lot of people are asking questions about the uh, microdosing. Look, uh, microdosing, it's not just the microdosing, folks. I, it is, don't mm-hmm. get me wrong, it's got a lot to do with it. But it, 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 I, I'm telling you, it's all about, and she just felt it full on here uh, going out. Listen, you go out and you eat food at these restaurants, folks. And like Pian was saying today on Leanna's show, you have no idea what's in this food. This food is not, if you come here and eat, you're not going to feel good for probably about two days. On the third day, you probably start feeling better because the food that we eat is so pure, so rich in everything of the land of around us. I mean, I literally went out and picked our dinner right before the show. We don't go to the supermarket anymore. We stopped that. We don't, do that food. Yeah. So if you came here, you're going to eat food from um, Tabor and uh, um, yeah, Jaquendo Master. Master. Yeah, you're going to eat his beef. You're going to get our garden, our supplement. Yeah, salad grains, cucumbers, tomatoes, whatever's beans, whatever it is, peas, whatever. It's all fresh. natural. And when you, you, for two days, it's going to take you a while. We have grains growing in our backyard that I didn't even plant that I'm about to go harvest. The dogs have been eating them raw. So, I, I mean, when you stop eating all that other bullshit and you start, like, for the instance, like, I, the last time I ate lunch with the guys at work, oh. it's been a hot minute because uh, I just can't do it. My yeah. gut can't take it. I come home and I'm pretty much confined to the shitter. Because my gut is just so angry and it's so, it tells you that your body's working. Um, what you guys were talking about this morning, PN, was uh, aphagy. 
I do autophagy. it or autophagy. Mm -hmm. I, I do it every day. Okay. I do only drink distilled water. I have a, a gallon in my truck that I carry on me. So I don't have to drink any other water. Um, and there's a reason for that because distilled water makes it go into effect faster. Mm -hmm. It'll help you burn weight. If you want to burn weight, it will help you get rid of diseases. It will start dumping all of the toxins that are in your body, out of your body. And it also helps produce what's called saladine for your liver. Saladine in your liver will. So if you're a drinker, all my drinkers, raise your hand. I'm not talking about you Bud Light faggots because no, you guys don't mm -hmm. count as drinkers. Now you guys are gay. Um, everybody else that's a real drinker. I bought myself guys, a bottle of wine today because you got paid today. But other than that, I really haven't had much to drink. So so for all the drinkers out there, it also, that salad, it's very important for your liver because if you have been drinking for a while, just like me, it will help produce that in your liver. And it will also add to the potency of it, which will help dispel more toxins faster. It helps rid your body of toxins faster. You will <laughs> notice if you start drinking distilled water that you will pee twice as much than you've ever peed. Trust me, if you go get that cup, that we've got that, from freshmouth.life. Oh my God, it's amazing. And you, you do the hydration, hydro one, you do mm -hmm. the H2O one. Let me tell you something. Um, you drink three of those a day. It doesn't matter what temperature is outside. You will piss like you have never pissed your whole entire life. I'm but telling you right now. I tell you, I was really bad when we went on vacation. And like, I brought food to eat. I brought a bag of hard boiled eggs and I brought a bag of salad greens and like, I mean, I, I had some of our food to eat and I brought two gallons of distilled water and I think I ate maybe two hard boiled eggs or, and like, I'm like, like today he walked in, he's like, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm eating an egg for a snack. That's what I do. Like I'll, I'll, I have a bowl of hard boiled eggs in the fridge and I just, I didn't even know that. Thanks by the yeah, way. They, they've been sitting, they sit in there. Like I constantly refresh it. There's always hard boiled eggs. I didn't even know that. Um, She's been doing this forever. I didn't eat Seriously. Especially the duck ones. Holy They're shit. so good. I hate duck eggs. Um, but I like I was so bad in Texas. I didn't hardly even drink the distilled water. Um, it, it was kind of a science experiment, though. I kind of wanted to see what would happen. And we also ran out of Cardio Miracle right before we left. And I ran out of my vitamins as well. So I had no Cardio Miracle, no vitamins. I didn't drink distilled water. I ate basically crap food like fucking Subway and Chick-fil-A. And uh, we we did go out to lunch one day. We went to some Cajun seafood place, um, Connor and I. But yeah, oh my God, coming back, uh-uh, no. My body is so unhappy, so unhappy. And you can tell from the smell. It's bad. The two of the the two of them. Oh my god! This is like it was. I was. Oh my, it was so bad the, kid, the other morning. The other morning, I was leaving to go to work, and I said, "Thank God, I am leaving this house right because, now." You know, and the two of them looked at me. On either end of the house, the whole and the and smell met in the middle. The two of them looked at me, and <laughs> I was just like, house. "Between the two of you, I don't know which one of you stinks worse, but oh, I got to yeah. get the fuck out of here because I think I'm going to get pink eye." Yeah, and I rolled the fuck out because I was like. <laughs> Fuck that place right now. Oh, Holy but, shit. Uh, Tim White, I am a huge advocate of traditional medicinals, uh, gypsy cold care. Although now they call it something else. They call it like 
organic cold care or some shit like that. Um, and breathe easy or throat coat, depending on, I always use the gypsy cold care as the base and then, um, breathe easy or throat coat, depending on what we your do. primary symptom is. I do. So the two tea bags, and then I have their detox teas as well. Um, and, uh, yeah, I'll do it. I do detox teas like probably two or three times a week. Um, it's, it's real. I love their teas. It's fantastic. Actually, so. because, uh, PN really got me thinking about this today because she got on there. She, PN, you were on it, girl. I tell you what, uh, keep going. You were on it. I was fucking impressed. I was like, damn, she's been either listening or we've been listening to her or we just listened to our grandparents. Cause that's what I think we listen to. I listened to my grandfather and my grandmother. They were the two that taught me the most about the world and life and told me what to watch out for. My dad did, you know, he did, he was my dad. He's an asshole. He's a prick. He's just like me. I'm just like him. I should say, um, we're not really different people. Uh, I, I could just talk to my grandparents. I don't know. I, something weird. Yeah. I could talk to my grandparents. My grandparents told me everything. Um, and then they told me my parents were always going to be right. And they used to be, they used to be. Yeah. When did that change? When they got the jabs. It just like, anyway, I was right. Remember what I said last night about the guy that shot the, the kid and why the guy that shot the kid and why you remember that the old, the 76 year old white dude that shot the kid that went up to his house and rang the doorbell yes. or whatever. Yes. Anyway, play, play this next clip. You, you, you have, you have evidence. You're, you brought evidence about my theory. You didn't let me bring evidence, mm. but you had evidence. Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. I see. I see how this is. Do you believe your grandfather is racist? Uh, I believe he holds, holds racist tendencies and beliefs. Why do you say that? Uh, he's just a stock American Christian male. It's a, uh, the older, you know, that's just how they are. It's uh, the conspiracies and weird, random racist things. And they say, yeah, so, and it doesn't make sense, but they're just scared. Now, listen. Wait, hold the fucking phone. Time out. Oh, let him keep going. No, oh, stop. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stop. Yeah. I want to make sure I'm seeing this properly because uh -huh. I believe my eyes are deceiving me right now. Uh huh. This little wigger right here. Okay. Um, no, no, no. Stand by. That those are dreadlocks. That's why I call him a wigger. In his head, right? Mm -hmm. I, I I don't think he is. You think he's half? Yeah. Maybe. Which means somewhere in your family tree. Yeah, uh, there, there's uh, anyway. You're generalizing uh, a lot here about you said older Christian white males, <laughs> but what do you mean by that? What do you mean they're scared? Talk to me more, please. Uh, yeah, just uh, I feel like a lot of people of that generation are caught up in this uh, 24-hour news cycle of fear and paranoia perpetuated by some other news stations. And he was fully into that, sit and watch uh, Fox News all day, every day, blaring in his living room. And I think that stuff really kind of reinforces this negative view of, of minority groups and leads people to be a little, doesn't necessarily lead people to be racist, but it reinforces and galvanizes racist people and their beliefs. <laughs> did I, did I not say, did I not say exactly that last what? night? That, 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 
That his no. grandson was no, a no, huge no. fucking no. liberal troll no. who came on to CNN to no. troll him? No. That he'd be portrayed that as a racist fox news has been perpetuating the fear-mongering and the racial divide and no, no that's no. what caused that dude to shoot that kid i literally said that last night okay but stop let me let me show you and that's exactly what he just said let, let me let me show you something though okay so my problem with this is that right oh that right there no i know okay when you try to so when you start out an argument, you can't start out an argument on a negative point. You can't argue a negative. You are arguing a negative right here because you're starting out with Don Lamont, who is the ultimate negative in the universe. You can't start that. You can't win that argument. You've already lost. Okay. You lost the second you brought his face into it. Whatever. If you had kept his face out of it, maybe you might have had a chance. Anyway. I'm just saying, Don Lamont, no, nope, nope. You can't tell me that, oh, well, Fox News is racist. No, 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 no. You can't play that. I'm sorry. Jersey white girl, no. I said that before um, Don Lamont came on about that. I'm just saying, you can't say that. <laughs> They're all racist because you know what? Fox News is paid by the same people that CNN is paid by. Brought to you by Pfizer. Pfizer. <laughs> And BlackRock, BlackRock more, but Pfizer too. Anyway, back to the trannies. Oh my God. This is disgusting. Or the untrannies, actually. This is the untrannies. Unified? D trannies. These are post surgical or pre surgical? You got to tell me which way they fly. You just can't tell, can you? <laughs> anyway. <laughs> I'm a detransitioner, and I live in Lowell, but I work. No, she's a detransitioner. Yes, that's what I said. The untrannies. <laughs> What's a detransitioner? She transitioned. She tried to be a man, and then she realized that she wasn't actually a man, and she went back to being a woman. But after she'd already mutilated herself and taken all kinds of puberty blockers and all kinds of fucked up shit. Mm, so she's she identifies as a eunuch. No, she's she's she identifies as regretful. <laughs> A worship and do business in Nashua. And so I'm an active community member of the 603 and I'm here in support of SB 272 today. So like many children and teens today, I identified myself as transgender for years. And when I started to feel confused and ashamed about my developing body, I asked everyone in my life to call me by a new name and use male pronouns to refer to me. So in other words, I went through a social transition from female to male. Everyone in my life immediately affirmed my new identity, either out of full support for it or just to stay neutral and not cause any issues. But the constant affirmation, both active and passive, solidified me in my transgender identity. No one meant to lock me into an identity that would later leave me broken, ashamed, and more confused than before. They were really all just being nice. But the social transition eventually wasn't enough, and I soon felt I needed to take testosterone. And when that wasn't enough, I had a double mastectomy. And when that still wasn't enough, I had a total hysterectomy, including the removal of my uterus, cervix, fallopian tubes, and both ovaries. There's no point of contentment during a gender transition. We get fleeting moments of euphoria, but ultimately one step leads straight into the next. And I thought that in the end I could really become a man, but all I became was a mutilated and abused version of my old self. Social transition is a big deal and we're lying when we say that any of this is reversible. This is a big decision with lifelong consequences and New Hampshire doesn't even require that parents be involved. If the roles of mother and father don't include authority over the emotional, social, and physical future of their children, the roles no longer mean anything. 
Like me, transgender-identifying youth have a high risk for depression. The Trevor Project, which is an LGBT advocacy group, reports that 45% of LGBT teens have seriously considered attempting suicide in the past year. More than half of that number is transgender-identifying youth. Teachers and school administrators are mandated reporters, and if a child suspected to be likely to attempt suicide than the other students his age, his parents have a right to know, and SB 272 will ensure that parents are notified if their children are identifying with a high-risk community and will allow the parents to decide the next best step for their child. Please vote in support of SB 272, and I'm happy to take any questions. I bet she never got a question. I bet she never got a question. Probably not. I bet not a soul asked her a question. It is crazy that she went through all of that just mm -hmm. to realize that what she did was really destroy what God did to her. It's like these parents don't remember what it was like to, or these people don't remember what it was like to go through puberty. Right? Our, our teenager made some comment to me a couple months ago. He said, I don't know who I am. I said, you're 16. You're not supposed to know who you are. You're not. You, you know, you know what you are. You know, you're a son, you know, you're a brother, you know, you're a student, you know, you're a teenager, you know, you're an annoying pain in the ass. You know, you're funny. You know, you're a bit of a genius. You know, you're kind of weird. But you're not supposed to know who you are. You're a kid. Be a kid. Wait to grow up, Although please. I hesitated there because honestly, and I hate to do this, y'all know I don't. You never really know who you are until you find yourself in God. You can go your, in your entire life without ever knowing who you are. Because if you don't find God inside yourself, then you never truly find yourself. Sounds like you're speaking from a place of personal experience. Absolutely. <laughs> a thousand percent. I'm just saying. Hmm. I'm playing a game of whack fuck right now. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Come on, you guys have seen those memes on fucking social media that shit's hysterical okay apparently this is what it's like in uh at 6 a.m in fucking zombie town san francisco what the fuck mm -hmm. Is that that new drug that they were talking about? Frank? Yeah. It's a fentanyl and... Uh, yeah, basically causes your limbs to rot off. Well, Wherever that, you inject it at that, because it's, it's necrosis. That. It causes immediate necrosis in your... Um, mm -hmm. And lesions on your skin. Yeah. Mm. Sounds like some one of Dante's Infernos, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Wasn't it a level in Dante's But health? I think that's that... What's the, What do they call it? The fentanyl bend? They all bend over. Oh, I, I, yeah, I, I don't know. Who knows? I thought that was that new. Trank. Yeah. That new uh, drug. Those people are just straight up fucking zombies. They'll they like do. try and eat you and shit. I, I would be actually very concerned. Yeah. About walking there. Yeah. No shit. Because <laughs> what happens? You get too close and one of those fuckers wakes up all of a sudden. That does <clears> sound <throat> like leprosy. You're right, Griff. 
Wow, good point. Chris. Okay. All right. Ah, Pete Buttigieg. Racism. Not my butt. When it comes to roadway fatalities in America, we lose about 40,000 people every year. It's a level that's comparable to gun violence. And we see a lot of racial disparities. Black and brown Americans, tribal citizens, and rural residents much more likely to lose their lives, whether it's in a car or as a pedestrian being hit by a car. There are a lot of reasons uh, related to discrimination, related to uh, the, even the ways that roads are designed and built. Who has access to uh, a safe street design that's got crosswalks and good lighting? Who doesn't have that access? That can drive disparities. And we have a, a responsibility to act on that. A responsibility to act on it. So you got Secretary of State there, Pete Buttigieg, who says that fatalities are up on roadways. Seriously, Jack? Come on, Jack. He's Secretary, of He's Secretary of Transportation. He's Secretary, He's Secretary of, of State. State. I got to stop now. Because, sorry, you, you just fucking you fuck killed it. it. You, you fucked it all up. But Seriously. Racist roadways? Really? Well, now... We're going to call them racist roadways are killing black people and minorities in mm -hmm. urban and rural communities? Yes, they, they need to put in an, a complete... Did you hear in the UK they are trying to completely eliminate roadway fatalities by 2041? <laughs> you know how they're going to do that? What Are, are they going to go... No, you're just no, not going to be allowed to drive anymore. That could happen though in England. Yeah. Because literally, you really. Well, welcome I, to the 15 minute city. I was in London for, uh, was it six, uh, 83 days and never drove a vehicle the whole time I was there. I was in London for 383 days and never drove a vehicle the whole time I was there. But never, even, was never even felt the need <laughs> that I needed a vehicle though. I never, even I though we were, we were the government, we had a vehicle, we had vehicles. Once we parked them though, it's just like, What's the point in moving it? Do you just end up going around roundabouts for the entire time and can't figure out where the fuck you're going? No, it really wasn't that Eight hard in to travel in London, actually. I, Dude, I, I get lost in our neighborhood. You know how hard it is for me to navigate my way around London? I was Jesus. actually, I was, I was expecting London to be worse because I've been to some medieval cities before mm -hmm. that you can tell, like... <laughs> There, there's roads in the weirdest places yes. you've ever seen. And uh, for instance, I've been to a couple of cities in Italy that I was like, dude, this has got to be, these have got to be horse trails that they just made roads. Pretty much, yeah. Because it doesn't make any sense. Anyway. And I, I can tell you right now, London didn't have a whole lot of that. They actually yeah. took a lot of that out and put shit. There are some roads even in, However, in downtown New York now City. I've heard... London and Ireland, the the whole population demographic has changed. In that, it, how? Um, immigrants outnumber the natives. Oh, really? So, but it makes me wonder then, since all of the roads in England and Ireland were built when oh. all the people were still white, are they now racist? And are you going to switch sides of the road you drive on? Because, you know, you guys drive on the other side of the road. Yeah. We drive on this side. Racist. Oh, and I, I did see that clip right before um, we started. I didn't get a chance to pull it, though. But there's a lady that she wants female crash test dummies because it's they're sexist. She wants them or yes, she doesn't want there's, them? There's no female crash test yeah, dummies. Yeah, there are. Apparently, there's not enough. Dude, did you not see, like, 
Dude, there was a TV show about yeah, that. Yeah, apparently there's the not enough. The crash test dummies. Not enough. Oh, she doesn't want them? I don't know. Whatever. Who cares? Anyway, crash test dummies are, are sexist and racist and whatever. Everything is racist. How fucking dumb can we get? I mean, really. I'm going to just call it, I'm going to make Seriously. a folder called racisms. <laughs> racisms. Make sure you put the isms on it. Yes, because exactly. It's racisms. the way we do it. We do our isms. That's what we have. It's an ism. Justin and I agreed on the isms. Yes. We always agreed racisms. on the isms. We have our racisms. We have our religiousisms. Religiousisms. <laughs> religiousisms. Uh, we already played this. Oh. We played that last night. Okay. Oh, that was it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because we were skipping around last night. I did pretty good at catching most of them that we got, I thought. So. Clown Town. Mm. Only one in there. Oh, yeah. That kind of sounds like Brian. Oh, this is um clown down. That, see, I do, I really need a tranny folder because this is going to go in it, trannyisms. There we go. We'll make trannyisms a folder. Trannyisms will be a folder. Will you guys feel included? Then we gave you a folder on the foldies page. Trough, math is definitely racist. <laughs> yeah, that's definitely going Just in the racism. Ask folder. my eleven-year-old. Ax him. Ax him. He'll tell you. He'll tell you. <laughs> if you back a wild animal into a corner, they're going to become a dangerous animal. So if you want to die on that hill of yours of righteousness and moral majority, then you go right ahead. I dare you to try and stop me from going into a women's bathroom. It will be the last mistake you ever make. I dare you to try and stop a transgender woman in my presence from using the bathroom. It will be the last mistake you ever make. This is a call to action and a call to arms to everybody within the United States that are scared, worried, have children that are transgender, lesbian, bi, or gay. This is a call to action. You need to arm up, plain and simple. Go out, buy a gun, learn how to use it efficiently through and through because the time to act is now you need to protect yourself and you need to protect your fellow transgender brothers and sisters and they's and thems. You need to protect the rest of us in the LGB community as I'm going to do myself because there are lots of people like me who are not afraid to die. Good. I love my girlfriends to death, but I would rather die for them to secure their safety freedom and future than to live and not have anything done. So you go ahead. You protect your kids. Your terms are acceptable. I I, I, I agree. I'm in agreement. We can do that. I can make that happen. We can arm right up. Now. No problem. Got it. Yep. Next. Absolutely. No problem. We're uh, already armed. You go ahead and arm up, bitch. I'm good. Yep. Gotcha. Yep. All good there. Next. Hmm. Next. Hmm. Sorry. Thing. You're dead twice. Hmm. That's just the that's I'm the way we that. roll. Go ahead. Try and walk into a lady's room in front of me, motherfucker. I don't care if my son's in the bedroom, in the male bathroom. I'll shoot you her ass on principle. That's it. 
I don't even. Ugh. Go for it. Come on. Fuck Joe the spy. Hold on. There is a better one in here. No, not that one. Mm. Yeah, that'll work. That's quick. That'll work. Why are you worried about speed? We got we can go long. Uh, yeah, we got another twenty five minutes or so. Twenty yeah. minutes or so. No, plenty of time. I don't even know if there's a conversations on the fringe tonight because apparently Josh is at an event. That's why he didn't answer the phone before. Um, He's at that uh, Badlands Media event. He's speaking at the Badlands Media event oh. in uh, Chandler, Arizona. So go check that out at uh, Badlands Media. Okay. He's on a panel and I, he might even have a, a solo up there. So You also plan to make important investments to uh, address the roadway safety crisis including the critical funding that would accelerate the development. And this is an area I've, I've written to you about of the use of female uh, dummies in crash testing. This will start to fight the gender inequity among vehicle safety and crash victims. Mr. Madison, what you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. At no point in your rambling, incoherent response were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. I award you no points, and may God have mercy on your soul. Yeah. I guess I did wow. pull that clip. There it was. Crash test dummies or wow. whatever. Holy shit. I, I know. When? When? I don't know. Go to the next one. Oh, my God. I know. Yeah, there you go. Chip Roy. That is horrible. That's what our money is being spent on. Good to know. Good to know. Yes, they should do obese dummies. That would make more sense. Yeah. Bullet sponge. I like O-311. it. 0311. He's a Marine. Sorry, MOS for the infantry. I gotcha. Oh, three alone. He just said, I'd love to see him run our agility course down here. Yep. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I think he's talking about the tranny. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. Probably. Never know, though. Your current system has 85,000 kids they can't find. What in the world? It's the New York Times, it's not Fox News. And we're sitting here talking about a fiction, a fiction of saying there's an infant rolling through somewhere outside of Eagle Pass right now, begging to claim asylum. The infant is not doing that. This is absurd. You know it's absurd. We have, let, we have language here put forward in good faith, trying to figure out how to stop what I see in this chart behind me where unaccompanied children are spiking through the roof, have been doing so since Democrats have been in charge of the administration. The only blip is when you had a Republican in charge. You had kids on top of train cars uh, getting abused by cartels. 
You got numbers spiking through the roof since President Biden has been in office. And all we want to simply do is say we want to get them home to their families. We want to get them to the place where they can go to a port of entry so we can take care of them. And we're being traded by my colleagues on the other side of the aisle with where are the thousand that aren't being reunified? Well, go find the 85,000 that we don't even know where the hell they are under the Biden administration. I yield back. All right, Chip. At least you're showing some fire. Seriously, I think Chip glad somebody cares. That one. I, I'm glad somebody cares. Seriously. I mean, yeah. Good thing to see. What? What the fuck? It was it, just there. We literally played it. Did it did it off? Are you I don't know. Are you are you fucking kidding me? Right I, don't, now? I, I don't know. You played it earlier in the show though. I, so. I know, and it worked. I know. See, this is my computer. This is what my computer does to me. <sighs> fucking hate my computer. Texas Trout, if you're in here, we're so gonna take you up on your offer. What's that? He said he, he just needs remote access, but he thinks he knows what's wrong with it and he can fix it. All right. Well, I will give him every bit Absolutely. of access in the world he needs. Fucking have at it. Because I, I got to get this fixed because there's no way we can keep this going anymore. Hmm. What the fuck happened? It was. I don't know. It was just there. That piss, That makes me so angry. Hmm. What? What is it doing? That's I hear. I hear the computer working. Oh no! It's in the book. That's why. Oh. Thunder! 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 Thunder Get the fuck out of here! I gotta move that to the other folder. Okay. That's what I have to do because yep. when I keep it in the book, it, it takes offsets. a bit. Gotcha. Yeah. All right. Fucking piece oh. of shit. I fucking hate this thing sometimes. I just want to shoot it. I know. Builds PC. Uh, Lindsay B knows a guy that builds PCs. All right. Well, yeah, I know a bullet sponge. I, I get it. But I'm the retirement computer. I don't like computer. Computer don't like me. <laughs> fucking hate computer. Fucking eat trash. Fuck computer. See, and now you can't be president because you just made fun of. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. I we're not gonna need it. It doesn't matter. I know. Give it a minute. Give it five minutes. America's gonna fuck itself. Why? Because we don't give a shit. Because we like fucking ourselves. We've been doing it for two hundred and fifty years. Jesus, I, I'm so tired of hearing people say, "Yeah, yeah." Hey, we can't. No, we can. No, we can't. Right. We, we've been doing this for two years. We haven't seen shit. Shit. Nothing's worked. Everything's gone to the toilet. I know. All right. I'm done with my last idea. That's all I'm saying. Which was also your first idea. Just saying. Just saying. They're not different. When Secretary Austin was here, neither he nor General Milley could defend some of the bizarre DEI activities that were going on at Dodoa. And then promptly after my questioning, they shut down the DEI entity at Dodoa. And so like, maybe we can make similar progress today. Ms. Warmoth, do you acknowledge that some of the strange manifestations of this DEI embrace have put negative pressures on the Army's recruiting? Uh, Congressman, I'm not sure exactly what specifically you're referring to, but when we've okay, done so surveys... if you could put that slide up on the screen, I'll give you one. I thought that might be where this was going. So this is a vignette aid. It's an Army training, and it's regarding the use of showers. 
The vignette reads, a, a soldier transitioned from male to female, as indicated in Deers. The soldier did not have sex reassignment surgery. The transgender service member is using the female showers and has expressed privacy concerns regarding the open bay shower configuration. Similarly, other soldiers have expressed discomfort showering with a female who has male genitalia. And then if you look over at subpart three regarding the considerations, it just says, all soldiers will use the billeting, bathroom, and shower facilities associated with their gender marker in Deers. What's your reaction to that? My reaction, Congressman, is we're focused on building cohesive teams that are trained, disciplined, and fit. Well, General McConville, I'll give you the next chance. Do you think that it builds cohesive teams to have biological males showering with women? I think we need to respect the privacy of our soldiers and and have a environment where everyone can thrive well of course but that's not an answer to my question well that's the you you and i spent a good amount of productive time yesterday talking about cohesive team building we, we did and, does and, this advance cohesive team building in your best military opinion well i think the fact we're talking about this and not talking about war fighting um is is, is problematic uh, because, well but that's what the army does general i'm looking here army policy on transgender military service where you guys require training on this stuff so don't you think that when you require training on how to deal with men and women's shower stalls and the, and when you have these mandatory trainings on transgender service members that that takes away from our focus on war fighting yeah i think i think what you know again from chief staff of the army my focus is very clear. I talk to every commander, every sergeant major in the Army. I do it every single month. And what I talk about is our job is to build cohesive teams that are highly trained, they're disciplined, they're fit, and they're ready to fight and win. And that's right, where but, I'm at. But, right, but I, I am positing that when there is a focus on how biological men are going to shower with women and on unconscious bias training, which you require, and on mandatory gender sensitivity training that like the call is coming from inside the house at dod yeah, on well. some of these problems and the proof's in the pudding that there seems to be a cognitive dissidence between your recruiting nightmare that we are living through the nation's recruiting nightmare at the army and this kind of stuff because i, I don't think it's going to be a big like positive recruiting pitch to women that when someone shows up with male genitalia in their shower stall, that we tell them that we're trying to build a cohesive team. I would posit to you that that probably makes the team a little less cohesive. W will you allow for even that possibility? Congressman, um, what we've seen in our surveys is that basically women are more worried about being sexually harassed in the army than they are about the kinds of things. Well, that don't you think up. that someone might get sexually harassed if they're showering with a biological male? Don't you think that that, that that environment could potentially increase the likelihood of that? We're all concerned about sexual harassment. We've grappled with these challenges about how to have it in the chain of command or outside the chain of command. But it seems a little silly to sit here and have discussions about the flow chart of a sexual harassment you know, uh, complaint when you've got people with male genitalia showering with your female soldiers. I, I want to recruit talented women into our army. And I'm concerned that this weird stuff that you guys are doing is not going to make it more likely that those people are going to sign up. General McConville, you and I spoke yesterday about the fact that the army has to recruit extensively men from the American South, that that, that, that makes up a wide variety of who's coming into the United States army. You think you're going to recruit more of them with this kind of stuff? Probably not. 
And that's the point. And I, and I appreciate the honesty. And I know that in August, you conclude a storied career. And, and we, th we thank you both for your service. And we did get somewhere with this last time with Secretary Austin. And I hope you all will reflect on the damage that this embrace of DEI is doing to the military. No, I doubt they're going to do that. Yeah, okay. They seem to be very put on by this whole, let's introduce your kids to mm -hmm. different sexes showering their shower stalls with them. Hmm. All right. Well, let's do some church on Friday here. <clears throat> Didn't we already do that? Yeah. No, it's Friday. Yep. Didn't we already do that? Yeah. Well, we're going to do it again. Tamoy said, uh, Velen, the day you said Gabriel talked to you and said, God shut the door. That twisted me. Any new thoughts or messages? Yeah, actually, I got one on that. So do I. Well, I actually have a Q post. Go ahead. You got to go look it up, though. Okay. Well, tell what what's the gist of the post or the number of the post? And someone in the chat will look it up. Today's date, mm -hmm. 2018, mm -hmm. 10, 27 p.m. All right. Someone Eastern hit, daylight so, time. Someone hit the keyboards for that one. Okay. Um, so I spent some, I'm sorry, 10, 17 and four seconds PM Eastern daylight time. It'd be one, one, two, three, zero, seven, four. Okay. Let me, let me, I spent some time with Dr. Stella at her service about five hours last Saturday. And then I spent another four hours at, um, a service at a church that was inspired by Dr. Stella the next day. Um, and in Dr. Stella's service, I was reminded of when I sought the Lord with all my heart and begged and treated him to open the door because it was closed for the people in Asbury. And, uh, so let me read, let me, let me, let me not give you my thoughts because I can talk to you all day long, but what I say doesn't matter. This is what you need to listen to. Romans five seventeen to 19. For if by one man's offense, death reigned by one, much more they which receive abundance of grace and of the gift of righteousness shall reign in life by one, Jesus Christ. Therefore, as by the offense of one judgment came upon all men to condemnation, even so by the righteousness of one, the free gift came upon all men unto justification of life. For as by one man's disobedience, many were made sinners. So by the obedience of one shall many be made righteous. So you're using the trans unification of the three different beings to explain what because that's what that parable actually refers to well this talks about how jesus gave his life as we're all sinners yes it's the transunification mm -hmm. okay as he started out yes from dust to dust mm -hmm. let me read it again for if by one man's offense death reigned by one much more they which receive abundance of grace and of the gift of righteousness shall reign in life by one Jesus Christ. Therefore, as by the offense of one judgment came upon all men to condemnation, even so by the righteousness of one, the free gift came upon all men onto justification of life. For as by one man's disobedience, many were made sinners. 
so by the obedience of one shall many be made righteous. I take that as to mean that although the door is closed, it's not slammed shut, as it were. There is still a pathway to righteousness if your heart is pure. Because God knows your heart. And if you accept Jesus and you accept that he died for your sins, then your sins have already been forgiven. You need to forgive yourself. How can you accept? How can you expect God to forgive you if you don't forgive yourself? Remember that God is a part of you. You are God. I am God. We are God together. Mm -hmm. I agree. Um, that's the teaching within the parable. I'm not disagreeing that. Mm -hmm. However, that is also known as the parable of the transunification. I get you. The Holy Spirit, and the I Father, the Son, them. and the Holy Spirit. That's where that all comes from. Mm -hmm. Because think about it. It talks oh, from know. all three parts. I know. I know. Ezekiel eleven nineteen, And I will give them one heart, and I will put a new spirit within you. And I will take the stony heart out of their flesh, and I will give them a heart of flesh. Isaiah 2, 3, and many people shall go and say, come ye and let us go up to the mountain of the Lord, to the house of the God of Jacob, and he will teach us of his ways and we will walk in his paths. For out of Zion shall go forth the law and the word of the Lord from Jerusalem. It, it's, it's so crazy. Our uh, life has become so clowned it's uh, i guess that's the only way to look at it it has become clowned because what was right is wrong what's wrong is right everything's upside down topsy-turvy flipsy -woopsy. think about it hold on and the last one stop think about it though mm -hmm. think about it think about what we have going on right now think about what you're being told on tv Fuck, just tonight christians the persecution was on fox news tonight just Fox News before we came on the show. And they were talking about how most Christians are gun owners. Okay. So, what's your point? But that was the argument. And that's why Christians need to register their guns. Whoa! Wait! Hold the fucking phone, Jack! Jeremiah 24, 7, and I will give them a heart to know me that I am the Lord and they shall be my people and I will be their God for they shall return unto me with their whole heart. We're reading a bunch hoping it's like throwing panties on a wall hoping something sticks. Huh? Uh, I, I'm just saying, <laughs> reading a bunch of Psalms is like throwing panties at a wall hoping something sticks. That's literally reading Psalms. It really is. You're hoping that something sticks in somebody's brain and says, oh, yeah, that's something to look at. That's I why I, the, the, the evangelical route was not my route. Because that's what I felt it was. Yes, those stories are important. Don't get me wrong. But the Bible is important. Yeah. But I can't be a Bible thumper either. Just can't do that. I swear too much. I swear too much. And they're way good people. I even felt that swearing in front of them. I know. That's how bad it is to be around them. 
some of my best friend's parents are, uh, they're Baptists and they're, they're the nicest, most salt of the earth. They they'll say, gosh, darn in front of you 980 times. Yep. And the first time you say, fuck, they go, Whoa! and that's all you hear from all across the house. I remember I stubbed my toe and I was it, fucking is. My buddy's dad came in. He goes, dude, you okay? I was like, oh, my fucking toe. He's like, oh, everybody, like the whole house, like I heard dishes break and rooms away. I was like, oh, shit. I just fucked up. And I said that out loud. I said, oh, shit. I just fucked up. And man, they were like, oh, I heard it all over again. I was like, oh, my God, I just killed three people in this house because I just cussed. But they were so nice. They were the greatest people in the world. And I love being there. And they were just some of the most down to earth people you'll meet, but man, they didn't cuss. They didn't, they didn't do anything. Everything I did was offensive around them. I knew that I was in favor in their house. I was like, yeah, this is not good. This is not the way I need to be. It was really funny though. They were really great people though. And I, I just always laughed. It was just like Christianity is so different. We have so many different, just, you have different viewpoints from both sides of the scale. But if you're a Christian, you really don't give a shit because you know that they believe pretty much the same shit you believe. There's a guy came back and he died for our sins. So someone asked a good question, which Bible version is right though? Cause there are many, many different versions. I'd say the Bible version that's right is the one that you read for yourself. I, don't, I, don't, don't let someone else tell you, what it means and Mick's right me sitting here reading psalms is like throwing panties at the wall and hoping something six, sticks i i should not be teaching you about the bible but neither should Mick. i i don't neither should any priest or pastor you should read it for yourself and see what speaks to you just see how you take it think about it this way it's it, it's a, we believe, okay, look, we all believe in a generalization, all right? We believe in a story that took place. We're, we know it happened. We're not going to sit there. I'm not going to sit there and say, well, it never happened. It did. It happened. We know it happened. But we generally believe in a story. We don't all believe the same way. I'm a Catholic. You all might be Baptists, whatever. Seventh-day Adventists. I don't know what you are. But what keeps us together is the first part of what we are. We're Christians at first. And then we break down. We believe in something bigger than our, than ourselves, whatever that is. I, I don't, I don't argue with people who believe different stuff. I don't, it's not my business. That's on you. It's between you and your maker. That's at that point, it's on you. But if you're going to read a book, I recommend you read as many as you can mm-hmm. before it becomes illegal. Seriously, I'm dead serious. Read as many different Bibles as you can. You want to know what one's right? It's go, the one that talks back to you. A Geneva go Bible from the 1500s. Find, go find one that talks back to you. And I don't mean talks back to you in the way you would expect it. It talks back to you because it causes you to ask another question mm-hmm. about something else you want to know about. That's the Bible you should be reading. And no, I'm not going to tell you what Bible that is because it's different for everybody. Just 
read what talks back to you. If it talks back to you, then you probably should be reading it because I guarantee it's probably that someone gun up there and he's trying to tell you something. Yep. Just saying. I'm not saying not to believe. Believe. Believe, believe, believe. We all generally believe the same thing. That's what keeps Christians together. The problem with Christianity is we become too locked step with everything else and we stop listening to each other. There is but one Lord Jesus Christ. The rest is mere trifles. 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 Not trifles. That's babe. what I said. There's trifles. not a trifle out there. That's I've what I never said, heard trifles. trifles. No, okay, you didn't. Well, you said trifles. I'm three quarters through a bottle of wine. Fuck off. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> right. uh, and in case you know where that comes from, that would be Queen Elizabeth the First. Yes. All right, we'll finish out with some comedy. We need this. We do. Eric Adams has just increased police wages by 28%. Mm-hmm. Is that misplaced? I, I think so. We are now at a point where officially most officers are paid more than a teacher with a master's degree serving these same kids involved in these same incidents. We are defunding safety, defunding our public schools, defunding our public pools, defunding our parks, defunding our libraries, when we are taking all of those resources and demanding that every single department except the militarized one be cut, we are sending a message. We are sending a message. What is she talking about? Who the fuck knows? I told you it was comedy. What is she... Is it though? Hmm? Is it though? Is it though? Yeah. Everything she says is comedy. That's comedy gold. That looks very official. Her face is comedy gold. That looks very official. Well, I mean, she's standing outside her bought office, so, you know. Her bought office? Yeah. Bought by someone else, George Soros. I thought you said bought, like bought Mm. office, like. No. I'm a bot. No. So Ben said, if the door is closed, then what's the point of casting out a demon? Why would God bother if the door is closed? What if the person that was inhabited by the demon is already inside the door and mm. needs to be cleansed? Good point. True. Did anybody find that cue post? Hmm. I'll go look it up. Okay. And so, oh, look at that. It's right there. Well, yeah, I keep it right there <laughs> for a reason. Okay. Um, um, this isn't what I want. Mm-hmm. What is this? I don't know. What is it? Wait a minute. What is it? Shall we play a game once more? Is this act? Hmm? This is an act of 6422. No, 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 no. That's, an, that's, that's, that's way old. Yeah, it's a year old. Okay. I was about to say, and this, people can't see what you're doing right this, now anyway. This board is not active again. I was about to lose no, my mind. No, the keyboard's not active right now. No, yeah, it's going backwards. Okay. okay. So why can't I look up the old ones? So it used to I come up know. with a different uh, Gino. I I never used that tag. that one. Hmm. I used uh, QAGG dot news, hmm. but I don't think that Weird. works anymore. Really? Mm-hmm. Doesn't? 
I thought it did. Hmm. Hmm. Nope, mm -hmm. oh, it doesn't. Told wow. You. Yep, that got shut down. All right. Yep. Well, it was about a door being shut. That's why I brought it up. Hmm. And it was yesterday. Interesting. Okay. Anyway. All right. Um, Are we going to continue? Yeah, no. We have to go make dinner. We do. And uh, the children need to eat. Alrighty. And the dogs, too. Well, in that case, we're going to get the fuck out of here. We are. Again, Freedom Gardens will be back tomorrow at noon. And um, Is it you and Heather? It is going to be Heather and I. We're going to talk about beekeeping. We're going to learn a little bit about beekeeping. And we're going to launch uh, Freedom Bees as our uh, give, send, go. So if anybody would like to contribute, I'll be putting the information about that tomorrow. Um, if anyone wants to help us uh, start raising bees, that'll be fun. So. And we'd appreciate it. Yes. And uh, yeah. So Freedom Gardens tomorrow at noon. Sunday, we have a guest for True Spiracy. Mm -hmm. We're talking about angels on Sunday. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, our friend Ron Weed actually hooked him up with us. Um, oh, Ron did, huh? Yeah. Okay. And actually, Ron hooked us up with uh, Master Debaters, which is a ghost does that too sometimes, but uh, Great Deception reached out to us. So on Monday after our show, we're going to be on Monday night master debaters, which will be fun too. So, because uh, you know, you know, like to do it. Yes. So, either way, yep. We will be back uh, Sunday night or mm -hmm. Sunday. Yep. Both of us together tomorrow. Yep. She'll be back tomorrow. Yep. With and um, mm -hmm. I guess we'll see you later, fuckers. That's your will. Have a great night and a great weekend, and we'll see you back on Sunday. Thanks for watching. Uh, good night. Later.
just need it when you see it you'll believe it if you don't love it you can leave it michael jackson you can be F-A-F-O, I teach you how this game go Different joints, same smoke Wake up, wear the same clothes Real redneck, I'm a piece of white trash Blue collar boy, but my lady's high class Got the music way up loud With a cigar in my mouth Fuck around and come find out How we do it in the South Ain't saying nothing, but you're running that mouth I never take a hand out, I'm too damn proud I'm a son of the dirty South With a truck seat high And he straight pipes loud We need man up or sit your ass down. We done talking. Fuck around and find out. Love my country, love my freedom. Fuck a welfare. Now I don't need them. Shotgun race from the woods to the plate. Ain't never went hungry, ain't never too late. To come around here, son, running your mouth. You can fuck around and find out. Just stand by. We're putting the lotto out. We forgot. Our bad. He forgot because I don't play that game. Yeah. I, I I have to do a whole special thing to do it because it's a pain in the ass to get to and I can't keep the whole window open. Blah, blah, blah. So you get extra time with us now because I forgot to put the fucking lotto out because I'm an ass clown. So if you're waiting on the lotto, you're going to get your lotto. Just relax. It's coming. And I'm going to make sure you get it because I know... Miss Liana is already yelling at me and she's going, why aren't you got the lotto out yet? Get the lotto. And I got to pause that. I got to release it here. And here you go. Here's your lotto. For all you lotto seekers, your lotto is out. I have released the scratching. The scratching has been released. Get your scratching tickets now while you still can. Because you got about a minute. I'll give you 60 seconds because I'm going to kill my camera and we're going to go cook dinner. Maybe a couple more minutes. Oh, there we go. Leanna won. So, boom. Get your lottery tickets. I forgot. If it's just you guys, then maybe I'll scratch one off too. Let's see. Oh, there's Crazy Chuck. He got some Crazy Chucks in there. Love it. Love to see it. Love to see me some Crazy Chuck. Observe and learn. Curious Patriot. Got some gold pills. Shit, Crazy Chuck's killing it. Ooh, what I got? I got a couple of you. Oh, what's going on? I'm going way past our two deadline. Claiming multiplier. Oh, I didn't get a multiplier. Fuckers. Nine pills, bitch. Yeah. Killing it, young lady. Killing it. Eight pills. Hey, crazy Chuck won eight. Shoot. Observer and learn won 10. Come on, Leanna. Leanna, you just won another five. Let me see if I get another scratch. Oh, I get another scratch. Don't I get a multiplier for this? 
I don't know if I want, I got anything. Let me claim it. Oh, no multiplier. I only went four on that one. That sucks. Hey, get your gold pills. Well, you can. We're not going to be live for long. Shut the stream down here in a minute. The whole reason I'm doing this is because I forgot to do it. I feel like an ass clown. What the hell is that? Oh, it's my dog. My dog is at my feet. Oh, I got a couple more. What do I get? I only got two. Damn. All right, fuckers. Y'all have a great night. We'll talk to you later. We're out.